Alright, welcome back all really people. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Hopefully you've got somebody special to share it with. Uh, I am probably, as you're listening to this on Valentine's Day, at work dealing with a bunch of other people who have somebody nice to spend it with. But uh, we are here today for the long-awaited Trump Trilogy episode. I'm here, of course, with my co-host, Conover. Hey, guys. And, as you all know very well, Andrew Bourne is back in the building. What's going on, man? Nothing. Feels good to win. All right. Let's uh, take to victory. There's that. <laughs> so, uh, how about just right off the bat, just give me your uh, your thoughts or feelings on uh, the election, the win. Well, um... See, that night, I didn't think he was going to win, going into it. Um, and then, I forgot which state it was. Maybe it was Florida first? Because I had it written down what states he had to win or if he had no, or it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down the one scenario that he had to win. And um, Florida went. Then North Carolina went. And then... Ohio, I think. And then there was, was Michigan, too, right? Was Michigan one of them? I think he had to win Michigan or Wisconsin. One of, the, one, one one of those one up of there. Yeah, yeah, one of the Great Lakes states. And he ended yeah. up winning both of them. Yeah. And I said, wow, he's going to win this thing. But <laughs> yeah. as it went on and on and on, I said, well, they're going to do whatever they can to just prolong this thing. I thought it was going to be another Bush-Gore situation, mm-hmm. which would have lasted. count, yeah. Mm-hmm. Went, especially when they I sent too. out, um, what's his name, Podesta. So, oh, we're not going anywhere. And then ten minutes later... Uh, she conceded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I had, I think I got two hours of sleep that night. My, <laughs> no my, shit. Yeah, my boss, who was, who was at the time, you know, my at the time boss, I don't work for them anymore, he's texted me at 3.30. Hey, are you up? Are you watching this? Isn't it great? I, I was I was thinking I should have just called out and showed his father, you know, reasons why I couldn't <laughs> work because I was too exhausted. <laughs> but I was just on cloud nine that night, so, you know. It just it felt good for him to win, and obviously he's been sworn in, and uh, was he about three weeks in, and something like that. Well, yeah. So far he's done a few things. So far he hasn't been able to do a few things with the courts, whatever. But uh, I haven't been paying too much attention since because I've been very busy. But um, from what I have heard, I've heard obviously mixed things, and uh, I guess we'll take it from there. So what do you think about uh, going from immediately after uh, he was, um, after he won the election, the not my president uh, protest started, mm-hmm. and since then, I don't think there's been a time where yeah. uh, there hasn't been something, there barely has been a day where a new protest or a new boycott hasn't they're come all hip- along. They're all hypocrites, because, what was it, the last debate, or I think it was the third debate with Hillary Clinton, he said... Uh, they asked him, are you going to be able to accept the results? And he said, well, I'll have to look at it when the time yeah. comes. Mm-hmm. And there was a big blow-up about mm-hmm. that. Oh, mm-hmm. how, how could he say that? He's not going to... And then the exact opposite has happened since he's won. No one accepts it. That well, on the left, basically. I mean, again, mm-hmm. I don't agree with... The, I, I wasn't... We, we've criticized the protests, but to <clears throat> at least play devil's advocate, uh, the, the not-my-president... Protests were not necessarily again. This is their fault for not 
making this clear, but it wasn't about necessarily protesting the actual results. Mm -hmm. uh, it was more so about protesting Trump as a person, what he stands for, the things either he said or they yeah. think he said. Um, and uh, do, you, do you think there was any, I, I mean, do you think there's any, any validity to what people are upset about? I could maybe understand because of some of the way he, he says things. You know, they're sometimes they're a little over the top. But like I always said, actions speak louder than words. And I really don't think that it's that big of a deal. I really don't. Over something, something like that, I don't know. So, because I mean, like, you know, this was before the Muslim ban. And then, of course, that happened. There was people who couldn't get into the country. There was people who were stuck mm -hmm. at the airport. There was people, you know... As soon as he signed it, went to effect. Yeah, and I, and I mean, there's people who were, you know, you hear stories of people who have worked with as translators, uh, for interpreters for the army or the armed forces, whatever. And those people, because they're not full citizens, we have uh, full-time residents who weren't allowed in. Uh, I mean, you know, this is your guy. I, I Obviously, I know you don't agree with that, but, you know, this is what we all, when I say we all, meaning those who are against Trump, this is what we were afraid of. And don't you think that there's some validity to that, to the, the fact that, you know, everybody didn't want him to win because of things like the Muslim ban? I guess, if everyone's going to be that... I don't want to sound like an asshole here, but I mean it's 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 very sensitive. He's he's doing it for a certain reason. He's trying to keep us safe, and he's it's, it's extreme vetting. And obviously now it's not happening because the judge overruled it for now. But what was it? I think it was three hundred. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? What the judge overruled it? Uh, I I, I really don't have. I mean, it's a pretty... that much because it hasn't been in that hasn't happened for that long yet. But I, I didn't, you know, my girlfriend asked me, Did you, do you agree with the ban? I said, at the time, I said, yeah. And she, she thought I was absolutely nuts. Well, sure what's her, I mean, just, I mean, I'm not going to attack you on it. What, what's your reasoning behind that? What makes you say that that would be a good thing? Just because of what's been going on with terrorism and all that. And like he what? Didn't, what, the, what do you mean, like what? With, like what? With what happened in uh, San Bernardino, all those all Those, those are American citizens. What? So what? So how it's, does banning non? So they're that, trying. He's trying to figure this all out, and like I said, he said it was temporary. It's and besides that, what three hundred and something thousand people were vetted or what or went over that weekend, and then what they just I think they just questioned a hundred something people. I mean, it wasn't. It's not that terrible. right. But what I'm getting at is, don't oh, you see how that? I guess the, yeah. The, protect, the intent to protect us is a good thing. We want yeah. a president who. Would but, want to protect us, but, but it, the president isn't going to satisfy everybody. We know that. Okay, no but who it, there, is. There, it goes it goes much farther than that. When you're going to ban Muslims as a whole, because uh, from coming into the country from certain countries, mm -hmm. and not from others, not from the most violent countries, not from the ones that uh, we have financial interest in, and the point being that. It's not really for protection. It's for some other reason because the most dangerous people are uh, like, like you said, San Bernardino. They, they wouldn't. That still would have happened if the Muslim ban was in effect because they were American citizens. 
the fact of being Muslim, and you know, again, this is coming from two. Didn't they an- say they did it on behalf of ISIS, whatever that was? It was a long time ago. So right, but they were exactly the point. They're American citizens who are working, so I it has nothing to that, do with their whether they're Muslim yeah. or not. And again, this is coming from two hardline atheists. Yeah. But as we always say, you know, it's we are against the ideology. We're not against the Muslim people. We're against uh, uh, Islamic ideology. And so I'm trying to see if you can, you can, like, what I'm getting at is, don't you see that that might be the sign of a bad pattern of behavior or a bad pattern of thinking to think that banning all Muslims, A, would he help all, us. He didn't ban all Muslims. He didn't. From coming in? No. What from, about okay, from all those countries. Okay. Seven countries. Yeah. And but what the, was the, what was the main one that he didn't, that, um... I think Saudi Arabia wasn't on there. I think that's the... Yeah, that was it. That's the most violent, the most uh, terroristic, the most... uh, The the biggest country that harbors... So doesn't that put some sort of seed about, like, the real reason? I mean, yeah, I have questions. When when I saw that that was not on there, I said, well, why is that one not on there? But, I mean, I don't really have an answer for it yet, because it's early. I don't know. But it's... I I, I understand totally why why it doesn't look good. But uh, he's he's trying. That's all I can really say. Like I said, it's it's very it's a very sensitive subject. Well, again, the reason <laughs> I bring it up because I know you're not uh, no, you. Uh, I know you wouldn't be in favor of of being bigoted against Muslims. Let's put it that way. Even right. if you support the ban, even if you supported the ban originally, I understand your intent. Even whether it was the same as uh, Trump's or Trump was just lying for whatever. I understand that your intent would be, oh, we need to keep America safe. I get that. But clearly, because it's been overturned, it wasn't a good idea all around. And secondly, it shows shows that... It's going to go to the Supreme Court. What? I I think it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Why would it? Huh? I mean, I guess just because he would push it that far? He might. I don't know what's going to happen. But again, doesn't that seem like a waste of time and effort and resources to you? Mm, I guess. I don't know. It's Like I said, I don't know enough about what's been going on recently. But you don't have to. You don't have to know about what's going on. These are the general concepts of if you were trying to protect America. I mean, look, he's not even paying attention. He's tweeting during the intelligence briefing. So he doesn't know much more than you do. You know? So, I mean, we're just talking about a general concept, a general idea of, okay, if if ISIS is, is attacking America, then we should ban Muslims. That doesn't sound like a... From from these countries, that doesn't sound like a good plan, point blank. So you, you know what I mean. That's what I'm getting at. And well, so whether I mean, or not I, you I know, I could the, ask you the same question. When Obama blocked, uh, what was it? People from Iraq coming in. Uh, what was it? 2011. Where was the uproar then? There was there was n- nothing. I mean, it's well. That was a just, direct thing. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that either. But, but that no, was but, that was a direct response that, to an no, attack, or, and we were at war with Iraq at the time. Were we not? We were not at yeah, war with there. any of these. Yeah. Were we not? We're not at war with with any of the countries that he he banned Muslims from coming from. It, it was just a, I guess, so to speak, to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, yeah, a, there are certain countries that he thing. was trying to narrow down with this one. Why he didn't put Saudi Arabia on there, I don't know, but... Well, you do know, because he's got money to make there. 
That's not why. Come on. Is that what you're going to really say? What What? What other reason could there possibly be? I have be? no idea, man. I have no idea. It doesn't make sense to you that we get a lot of money from Saudi Arabia. That, you know, that was one of the big things about that uh, against Hillary is that she takes money from Saudi Arabia. You know, she's not for women's rights. She's not for, you know, freedom all this stuff because she takes money from Saudi Arabia. There's huge interest, <laughs> oil interest, money interest from, from Saudi Arabia. Again, I don't necessarily know too much about what's going on. A lot of uh, what I talked about, we had a two-part episode last time for ARP20. Um, and the first part, I had started writing a blog about, uh, you know, how in my previous blog, I was taking what I called my quote-unquote inauguration vacation, where he, from the time between he was elected and when he was inaugurated, I was like, all right, we've been just inundated with all of this politics stuff. Like, I'm just going to take a break. I'm not going to pay attention to That's shit. That's basically what I've tried to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then as as that time came around, I was like, all right, it's time to get back to it, whatever, whatever. And as I was trying to, I mean, the big thing was paying attention to the cabinet picks, um, but I found a bunch of things online uh, that were doing that. So I just felt like I didn't really need to write anything. Um, and then uh, the larger point came that, you know, it just, there's... Not uh, you, we don't have to follow every move he makes. Right. Um, we have to stay vigilant and stay on top of things so that we know that if he does do something huge like the Muslim ban, that we can be there to stand up against that. But in general, you know, this was before that was enacted. But in general, we don't need to be, you know, whether he's tweeting about that, like the fucking, uh, what the fuck is her face? Meryl Streep and mm-hmm. tweeting. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. I really don't give a shit about what Meryl Streep is saying and what Trump has to say about what Meryl Streep is saying. I don't give a fuck. So there's a lot I haven't been paying attention to either. So we're really talking in, in, in general and about general ideas. And to me, if I was a, a, like a lot of people are, if I was a lot of Trump, bleh, if I was a Trump supporter from the, uh, during the race, I would be looking at what he's doing now I mean, like, dude, you're kind of dropping the ball here, and it would get me worried, and I don't really sense that from you. No. I mean, it's it's still early, and like I said, it's it's like, it's like a very hard thing to talk about. Like, I know it's, you know, you want that, and it, you want a friendly discussion, but a lot of people can't handle these kind of things, and sometimes I don't have all the, you know, I don't have all the answers, like, What's his? What's her name? Betsy DeVos. I have no idea anything about her. She scares me from what I've seen clips of her talking. I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? Exactly. So, so I can't defend. Okay, I'm not so, going to defend everything. Right, and that I'm not asking does. you to. I'm not asking you to. But <clears throat> without knowing much about Betsy DeVos, without okay. knowing much even about what the position entails, uh, the idea that you know Is she in charge of the um, education. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Secretary of Education. Yeah. 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 Never had any uh, kids in public school. Never set foot in a public school. She tried to go into a public school somewhere. I don't even know. I just saw some short clip of video, and she got uh, blocked by protesters and whatever. But the point is, if we're supporting somebody who is supporting her. We don't need to know a lot about her. We don't need to know a lot about that. If we know that she's a bad pick and he picked her, that's enough to make a judgment on what he's well, doing. It, was, it scared me when a couple of Republican senators tried to vote voted against her and then mm-hmm. Mike Pence had to break the tie. That put up red flags to me. So, I mean, I'm not going to... Like I said, I don't know what, what the hell to think of, about all that. Sometimes you just got to... 
But it, she doesn't, so doesn't look think, like she has a good tracker, but sometimes you just gotta let it, let, we'll see what happens. But that first. sounds like you're trusting in an ineptitude, you know, and isn't that kind of, kind of scary to trust that? Yeah, I guess, but I, I don't have an answer for it. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I really don't. I mean, I haven't. Well, been because in- my, in, my inclination, let's say I, let's say Bernie had won the nomination, won the presidency, and then Bernie put in somebody like that. Mm, Even being okay. a Bernie supporter, I would then take a step back and be like, whoa, Bernie, what are you doing? Do I really... Am, is this the or, person that or, I thought I was I voting for? Yeah. Is this the the presidency? Is this the America no, I, that I was I don't voting think it's for? A good, if you, yeah, I don't think it's a good pick as of okay. right now. I don't. So, and then extrapolate that. If he's going to do that with Betsy DeVos, don't you think he would be likely to do that in other areas with other people and other... No, I things? think the, the Mattis pick was good. Um... You got a lot. You got a lot of people on that cabinet that are not Rick Perry, who didn't even know what the fucking EPA does. Uh, was it the EPA? The whatever is shit. He's in charge of the no, news. I wasn't yeah, happy how he said I was going to drain the swamp, and then it's basically same, gu- same yeah. guys again. Newt Gingrich, he's back. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's well, what I mean, I'm saying. Without like, knowing a lot yeah. about what these people plan to do, without knowing up and down these people's resume, you can see that. Okay, let me put it in the form of question. Do you feel like you're getting what you voted for so uh, far? As of right now, no, I don't. Why do you say that? Because I really don't like that pick, her. That was not good. Was. Right. It doesn't look good. And, and you've heard about how like he decided not to do uh, the briefings the every briefings day? Briefings, yeah. and yeah. we just heard how he was tweeting during one of the intelligence I remember, briefings. I remember he, yeah, he said, uh, I'm like a smart person. I don't need to be told the same thing every day. <laughs> well, I... It's just protocol. Just deal yeah. with it, you know. But uh, like I, I mean, I really don't have too much to well, argue I mean, with you about. I'm not like, I agree to, with I'm not you guys. To argue. I'm, I'm literally, aspect. I'm legitimately trying uh, asking where you where you stand on it. I'm curious as to how you feel. I'm not looking yeah. for you to have the have the right answer or to to be like you're right. Yeah, Trump's yeah. an asshole. You win. Take a stand, That's not what so I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm just trying to get a feel for it because I'm not a Trump supporter and I saw all of this bullshit coming, which is why I didn't want him to be the president. So I'm saying. So I'm asking someone who did support him all the way from way back when even most Republicans thought he was a joke. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that was the right thing to do at the time? Do you feel like maybe now that in hindsight we may have had, even sticking with Republicans, maybe there was a better Republican, maybe, you know, this, that, whatever. Are you having any second thoughts? No, I don't think there would have been a better Republican at all. Hmm. Um, Ted Cruz, I think that would have been even worse. You know, he, he was going to take, he'll take gay marriage away. He was, uh, you know, how many, hmm. when, I can't, the old, he's like the most conservative guy out there, and I'm not all that conservative. You know, that's another reason why I don't think Mike Pence, God forbid, Trump, Trump is never going to get impeached or assassinated because, because they don't want Pence, Trump, yeah. they don't want Mike Pence in there controlling, you know, um, gay marriage and all that. I mean, for crying out loud, he sent, what did he do? He sent a, uh, he tried like brainwashed, uh, sent somebody to a camp to get. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, in favor oh, yeah. of uh, what do they call it? Uh, straight conversion. Uh, yeah, yeah, conversion camps. Therapy. Conversion yeah. camps. I mean, that's where little, they send that's, gay people that, to turn them back. That's a little out from there. the devil. Yeah, yeah. and it's like I'm, not, I'm more focused on, like you know, he, I think he really can bring jobs back. I think he can help us out with a lot of that stuff. 
And I mean, you know, I, everybody likes the talk, the, the, the talk at first, you know, when he's out in the campaign trail. When it comes down to it, after that, you gotta actually do the job. You know, you gotta shut up. Like, a, I'll, I'll be, like, I'll, what was it? With the, the tweeting and comment, every time somebody takes a shot at him, mm-hmm. he has to fire back. Let it go, man. Like, just, you won, okay? You, you won. And that's so what just, I'm saying. So all of these work. signs, even, yeah. you know, not having to know the resumes of the cabinet picks, all of these little things that you're mentioning, they, how is it, or what is it, that lets you see all that happen and still be like, we're, we're, we're still good. He's, Trump is still a good pick. Because he's not going to just let other countries just bullshit us around like Obama did, you know? Iran deal, what was that, 150, what, 150 billion we just handed them and we didn't get any of our hostages yeah, back but at you the know, time? I mean, you know, uh, you're, you're smart enough to know that a, a lot of the problems that either side of the aisle had with what happened during the last eight years, during Obama's presidency, had a lot to do with the fact of the the Tea Party and the Republicans blocking, and there was just not a lot that he could get done. You have to admit that even if you don't agree with everything he would have done, that a lot more could have gotten done if he didn't have so much more resistance. And I, I w- I'm on the same side of saying I wouldn't agree with everything he would have wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But there was... Well, if he had more support, I'm sure he would have been able to do some more things. I think he had, wasn't he the high, he had one of the highest uh, approval ratings of any president ever, did he not? I thought he did, yeah. Check that out, yeah. I mean, he had the support from the people, it was the actual senators, it was the actual congress members, the Republicans, who blocked, who, and they were open about it. The government, the government was, the entire government was shut down, just so they didn't have to do what Obama wanted, whether it was good or bad for the country. Merrick Garland. That was just a whole thing. They just decided, no, we're not going to do our jobs, our duty to the American people, our patriotic duty. We're not going to do it because we don't like this guy, Obama. So to say that things went this way or that way because of Obama and to say Trump's going to do better, well, you're almost comparing apples and oranges because if Trump gets to do everything he wants to do, but everything he wants to do is shitty... And ten times as shitty as all of the things Obama wanted to do, but Obama had to concede because the Republicans weren't letting anything happen, then what are we really talking about? Yeah, right around we go. Okay, so 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 help me out then. Because I don't want to flame the hysteria as as uh, as fucking what's his, what's his face on real time was just or Piers Morgan was just talking about. Um he was talking about the hysteria, and there absolutely is hysteria around virtually everything he says and does. And we take the position that, like, chill the fuck out. Yes, it's bad, but him tweeting when he probably should be paying attention to something else, in and of itself, is not the end of the world. And if you protest it like it is, when it comes time to protest something that's really bad because all of this shit has been leading up to, you know, this big event, then you have nothing, you have no ammo left. You have no, nothing left because you've been protesting at full, full volume this whole time, and by now you're just getting ignored. Yeah. How do I pay attention to this stuff and not be afraid that it's going to lead to that big event? That like, big uh, event, that whatever it may be. Something like the Muslim ban, where you're talking about 
banning people based on a religion when the majority, I mean, just the number, you look at any metric of Muslims, the country, the, the amount of people from those countries, the, the, whatever angle you come at it, the, the Muslim ban was not an effective way to keep Americans safe. So how do I... I'm trying to figure out how you're wording this. What can I feel okay about with Trump in general? I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. Do we start any new wars? Not yet. Okay. I mean, are we still alive? For now. I'll, I'll take an Obama quote. The sun's still coming up in the morning, isn't it? I mean, you got to give the guy a chance. That's all I'm trying to say. And I mean, I mean we have, though. And so far, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying, is giving him a chance is, is not yielding any more confidence. It's actually making things worse. It seems to be every choice he makes, while it may not be uh, something to protest over, maybe you don't need to fucking... Uh, uh, protest well, for, Uber because for, they fucking I don't drop their that. prices because of of the uh, the taxis in New York City mm. decided they what were going to strike. What were they protesting before the Muslim ban went into effect? What were they protesting? Do you remember? I can't fucking keep track of it. No, I don't know. Not my president, right? That, I think that was, was? The, that was the main, yeah. yeah. I know, some of these people are Bernie Sanders supporters like you guys were. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Bernie Sanders got fucked in the ass, yeah. and then he got in line after he got fucked in the ass. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, and a lot of people were pissed off that the Republicans, Bernie Sanders, won. Their side, the the Democrats, didn't win. And it was all because what? Did what happened? Did somebody go to Bernie Sanders with a picture of his grandkids getting off a bus or something like mm-hmm. that? I, I, no, it's like you got to drop you know, out of it. Yeah, like but you know, as you said, he got before, fucked. The DNC yeah. had him dead to rights, and he wouldn't have had a career if, if you know, a lot of people that, say he sold out, but like, but it's just I didn't say he sold out. No, but said, I'm saying but, a lot of other people, like yeah, a, lot a lot of Bernie of supporters, said said, oh, Bernie, or what happened to Bernie? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, dude, what do you? I mean, you know, what when you, you want him to do? when you yeah. when you when you got got you got got yeah. And people he got, he got, got, got. Maybe, maybe, maybe people are jealous that Trump, every, they did everything in their willpower to stop him. <laughs> everything. Hmm. And he still won. I don't know what the, what the uproar was about all that. Well, that's Just, probably a really big part of it. But if this guy didn't have this personality, I don't think it would be half of the... I don't think it would be half of what's going on with these protests. Before the ban, obviously. Hmm. But it's... I don't know. It's just... People got to get over it, man. And Bill Maher, especially. How many times is he going to talk about the, the the Mexican? That was his first speech that he ever said. That was that, that chick or whoever that, it was. That was on his yeah, show. she was from uh, she was MoveOn.com. You know, MoveOn.com is going to be like yeah, occupied Democrats. It's, it's going to be extremely partisan. When is it going to? When is this more rhetoric? When is it going to wear off? It's you know. I mean, the guy's I mean, barely been in there, and like okay, but. It's, but what? You what? just mentioned Obama, and he's been out of office for three weeks, and we had eight years of him, so when are we going to get over You, know, I so you see through, what I'm saying? I lived through Obama. You guys that don't like him, you'll live through Trump, and that's just... it. Bottom line is, I don't think much... Do you much really is, think that's comparable? Do you really think that's change. comparable? It's not going to really change our everyday lives, no matter what. I really don't... Is there going to be a real so, increase in income? Maybe at some okay, point. Okay, wait, but wait, well, hold but on. But not right now. Hold, hold on. You want to talk about the daily lives of people? You don't have any kids in school. Do you know the 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 amount of power that this Betsy DeVos chick that you already said you don't agree with? The amount of power she has with Rick Perry controlling the nukes, with Ben Carson with any amount of power to do anything. 
Saying that it's not going to affect people's lives is just not true. Whether it's going to affect the nation as a whole, probably not. Whether it's going to affect you as a white male is very oh, unlikely okay. as well. Yeah, okay, white male. All right, let's go there. I mean, dude, you, <laughs> where were all these white males when Obama won? Where, 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 where was, where was that? And that's it, a fair point where was too. That? That's a fair point too. And I, and I agree with, I agree with the point that. Uh, I think a, a big reason why Trump won is because the there is the, more the, white males that voted the, for him. No, the well, just that the the woes of the blue collar white male. Um, we were all struggling, yeah. and white people, were, you know, it's just because you were white doesn't mean you had a grand old life. Um, but I think that point was lost on on what we now call the regressives. People on the left who uh, will shout, you know, Black Lives Matter at anything. And that's not what I'm doing. But that doesn't mean that being a white male doesn't make you completely not affected by the talks about Planned Parenthood, talks about the Muslim ban. It doesn't affect you. But I got pulled over the other night on my way home from work, still in my work clothes. You got profiled like a motherfucker. I already know this story. My (laughs) whole car got torn apart. The cop thought I was smoking weed. I was. Did you ask him what his probable cause was for the fact you that you imagine a brown was, kid asking no, a cop that? I, yeah, though? I was just trying to if be. You, if you're, co- if, I was if, trying to be if cooperative. You're, if, you're, if you're cooperative, they should be. Uh, they should, should be, be, but they're should not. Be. I was on my way home. He said, "Did you smoke weed today?" I said, "No, sir." He said, "Let me rephrase. When did you smoke weed today?" I said, "Sir, I've been at work all day. I'm just on my way home now. I'm still in my work my work clothes." He's like, why? He's like, why am I uh, seeing uh, you exhibit signs of somebody who's on marijuana? I was like, well, I just took my anxiety medication. That might be. I have the prescription right here. Everything's all, you know. Still pulled me out of the car. Twenty degrees out. One in the morning. Searched my entire car, and giving me shit, telling me that he knows I'm selling my my prescription drugs, which is not oh, worth yeah. shit. The amount of the the amount of pills I yeah, get have, for a month is if you not have the bodily prescription on them. They can't say shit about it. Right? They yeah. shouldn't be able right. to. But you sure did because I'm a brown guy, tatted up. I mean, you couldn't even see oh, that. Oh yeah, that's true. You had your shit on. Yeah, it's that twenty degree weather. Yeah. It. And I'm not saying that you know this guy might have just been a dick. He very may well have done maybe, that to a white maybe person. He, has, maybe he, he to get may his quota up. You never know. It was the beginning of the month. Oh, okay, it was the beginning. It was the beginning of the month. End of the month. All right. And so I'm uh, saying there's, there's the, the bad, claim that still, the no, claim that it's not. I understand that, there's but that, no, my, this is in response to you saying it's not going to affect the daily lives of people, and that's just not true. It really will. And again, going back to taking race out of it, just talking about Betsy DeVos, since we all can agree that she's a bad pick and she's not who we want, and regardless of Trump, regardless of whatever else, we can all agree that we don't like Betsy DeVos. She's not the right person for the job. Yeah. If you have school-aged children, mm-hmm. that's going to affect your daily mm-hmm. life. Yeah. If you are a school-aged child, that's not only going to affect your daily life, but that could seriously affect your future by not getting a good education based on the fact that she doesn't know how to run public schools or the public school education system in general. So, again, this goes back to, okay, maybe the fact that she's not a great pick is not the end of the world. Maybe the fact that he banned Muslims in attempt to keep Americans safe and it was overturned, maybe we could overlook that 
just for the sake of argument, I don't even think we can because there's a lot of people who were directly affected by that, you know, immediately. But nobody here, so well, we'll for the sake of argument, maybe. But you put that, and, and this is in three weeks, dude. This is three weeks. We have four years of this. All right, shalom, patron. But that's not that's not what I'm getting at. That's not what I'm getting at. My, it, it's not about the. The end They're already calling for it all over the news. But that, yeah, Go but th- that's the news. You Go know, ahead. you know how we feel about the news. We don't follow that shit. We know that's all partisan bullshit. And and you saw us. You came in. We were still watching real time, which is a super left wing show. Are you sure that that wasn't an attempt to just? Uh, are you sure that was just coincidence? Yeah, I mean, ironically, I was gonna watch it last night while I was rolling blunt, but I forgot to pick up Dutchess because the last time I picked up Dutchess, I got fucking pulled over for smoking weed, which I wasn't doing yet. I told him he was like, "When's the last time you smoked?" I was like, "Yesterday." I was honest with him. I cooperated with him. Yeah. He's like, "You usually smoke Dutch Masters?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Well, what are you having for?" What town was this in? What was this in? I'll be honest. Oh, that yeah, but you know, you, yeah, we were watching a left wing show, and you saw us criticizing virtually everything Bill Maher said in this episode. Yeah, was, it was, was a rough episode for Bill Boy. But you know that, so so we're not talking about what the left is doing. We're not talking about what the right is doing. We're having a conversation with three people here. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I don't see how you can look at those incidents from the last three weeks and not see that maybe that's a that's pattern a yeah. that's establishing and that will continue and we will continue to see oh well you know then there's this that I don't like and then the week after that it'll be that I don't like and then two days later we'll be that and he'll be tweeting all along the way and you see what I'm getting at? I see what you're getting at. And I've talked but you don't I, agree. I've talked to him. No, I didn't say it. I don't agree because I just, I think it's too It's too early. And if you think it's a trend all of a sudden, well, this is only in a three-week period. It's not all of a sudden, though. It's this what, is in a three-week period. Okay, but he was doing the same kind of stuff before the election. That was the whole reason that we thought it was going to, to be bad. And what did you say? Oh, he's going to be, you You said it. You are worried. You're my oh. He'll become presidential. Once it comes in time, once he's a nominee, he'll be presidential. He became the nominee and he didn't change. Oh, once he's elected, he'll be presidential. He was elected, he didn't change at all. So the point... See, where, where has he not... Where has he, what, the way he acts? The, the way, way he, he acts, the way he reacts to every little thing, the way he's tweeting, he gets into little things about... about well, that's, why uh, he does, that's why he tweets, because he doesn't want to act like that on camera. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> how about you just don't act like that at all? Because you're the uh, fucking told, president I, of the free fucking world. I told my I told my girlfriend about it. I said he thinks someone's gonna take the phone away from you know just keep his his phone away from him for yeah. a while. But but I, that's I, besides the point because that's not gonna ch- taking away his phone is not gonna change the person who wanted to be tweeting from leading the country. Oh, He's but, still gonna be that same guy whether he has a phone or not. I'm just look. If you're jumping all over me here, every time you ask me a question, I'm trying to answer you. You keep cutting me the fuck off. Just let, you know, he's. Okay. It's gonna be. I don't. It, everybody's overreacting here. He's got. He's look. He's never been a politician before. So that, how did he? How did he get elected? How did he get elected? If you want to go by the popular vote, he didn't win the popular vote. So how did he get elected? He got elected by every other way a president has been elected, which is electoral college. Electoral college is the reason why. Like towns like in Topeka, Kansas, get a voice. We're all about a democracy, right? Everybody has a voice. Right. They got a voice. That's just the re. How did he get? A- Why is he elected then? Is all these people who voted for him? What he got outvoted by? What two or three million three, people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So Which still isn't, he got isn't that much, in but the he grand still scheme. got like right. fifty million people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what? What we all got brainwashed? Is that what you're saying? I mean, because tr- you're you're at you're coming to me like I'm the one guy who voted for him, and I'm responsible. <laughs> well, you're for the only him one who's here, though. I I can't I can't ask you to speak for other people, and I'm not trying to. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to ask you specifically. So whether or not other people agree or disagree, the thing is, if you if I if I can talk to you. Who I know you're a rational person. You're not any kind of racist. You know you're not a bigot of any sort, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. <laughs> if I can at least get from you some rational commentary on these things, and not just sticking up for Trump because he's Trump and you voted for Trump and you want your team to win, then I can feel comfortable that maybe over time, as Trump continues to do what he has been doing and what he, I believe, he always will do, that over time, the more rational people will come around and be like, okay, this guy's bad, we need to, to, to stop him from doing X, Y, Z. But if you're, if you, who I, again, I know you're a smart, informed, uh, virtually objective person. I've taken a big break from this. I told you. It's and again, it does, so have we. So it's not about specific policies. It's about general concepts. And so if you, even you are going to be sticking up for somebody who's doing these things, then what hope do we have to, to make things okay if... This guy's doing bad things, and he's getting support from people who don't actually believe in the things he's doing. You're supporting him, even though everything he's... I mean, nothing he's done so far, you've supported. Yet you still support him. And I just don't understand why. Because he's not... Right now, it's... it's he's trying to keep the country safe with that ban, and it didn't even... Ha- it's not happening right now. So, I mean, everybody could just relax about it. Okay, so then let me... It's in the courts. People asked him before, how do you feel about gay marriage? He goes, well, it really doesn't matter to me because it's in the courts. It's done with. It's been ruled on. So move on. I mean, I I want... Look, the guy was a a businessman. Yeah, he said things that I like to hear because maybe it was different, right? Mm. But I really think that he can do stuff with the economy. That's the main reason why I, I voted for him. And because, yeah, he was outlandish and it was entertaining and stuff. But, I mean, I really think he can help with, I really think he can help us out with the economy, especially bringing jobs back. What was it, 30? I'm going to tax you. If you leave this country and you build your plant in Mexico, you want to sell your shit in our, I'm going to, I'm going to tax you 35%. That's a lot of money coming our way. Yeah, but you know what? Who, if you, if you, if you're a business owner and you're getting an extra 30% tax, what do you do? You raise your prices to your end customer, which ends up being Americans. Which happens? It's which not gonna, is, it's, they're not going to buy it then. Then they're, they're then they're fucked. You want to keep raising it to keep come. You're going to raise keep, it and get the thirty five percent tax on top of it. That's not going to happen. No, you raise it to. Uh, what I mean is that you're, gonna, you're not going to sell. You're not going to sell shit. You're already going to get taxed thirty five percent. So you want to raise that? It's not going to work with the with the with the Americans. That's why he won states like Michigan. Wisconsin stuff that blue wall that sh- that Hillary had that hasn't been touched by a Republican in years. You know how many years ago was that? And a lot of people say, well, he hasn't done anything for you yet. He raised the issue though. That's why people voted for him in those kinds of states because mm-hmm. they're bringing up shit that nobody ever talked about. Okay. All right. And right now it's been 
talk for now. Mm-hmm. Three weeks in, let's see what happens the rest of the way with the money and shit like that. With the with the Syrian, like with with the ban, the Muslim ban, and everything else. That's a very sensitive subject. Look, yeah, I'm a white man. I don't. It's yeah, it's not affecting me. But I mean, like all these other countries, they have they have restrictions too on who comes in and who doesn't. Because we're we're America, we have to, you know, we have to just allow anybody to come in. Like not anybody. A, I mean, the, I'm not saying like, I don't know how to. I'm lack for a better term. Right. I don't know. But okay, it's I, just I see where you're going. Other countries. Are I mean, the same I get way. you, and I don't disagree with the fact that we need to be like we uh, uh, because we're America. We need to be a little bit more. Uh, uh, like higher up than ever. I mean, yeah, we're we have. No, I'm I'm saying we need to be more cautious. Yeah. That because we're America, because we have that target on our backs. Uh, I, I agree with it, but the fact is, we already the 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 vetting process is already very uh very stringent and well, has protected it was, us. It's protected us, but it was complex. Complex, and the fact that he put it when it was in place, as soon as he signed it, if you're at that airport, it was in right away. And he could have probably done a better way. He could have done a better job, maybe getting this thing organized better. Mm-hmm. But once it was in, it was in. And those guys and those people at the airports, doing all of that and everything, they did the best that they could. And and nothing happened. Nothing really happened. People were questioned. You know, a hundred hundred something people were questioned out of what three hundred and fifty thousand right. people but that's, on that weekend. Mm-hmm. And the point I'd is, rather be what... sa- he'd rather be safe than sorry, man. You don't know exactly who's coming in here. I mean, you know, you could do all these universal background checks, but that costs a shit ton of money to do, too. I mean, I guess that's a fair point, but <laughs> I really would like to point out the fact you say there were just a, a few people questioning this, that, and whatever, and, it, and, it, and it's and then deeper. We, we don't know what would happen, God forbid. Right. It went that the next if they step, weren't fine, but as of right now, I mean, right. I think it's... But you also have to understand that it's not necessarily about whether these people were beaten or not or whether these people were physically harmed or or whatever the fact they were just held they were questioned they were let go whatever that's it's all well and good to say that nothing bad happened to them but the concept of being targeted like that is not something that should be acceptable what that does to a person and what that message that sends to people in general that if you're gonna you know of who america is that we're not accepting, we're not give us your tired or your poor and your hungry. That is unpatriotic in it, whether or not people were hurt. Of course it would be much more horrific if these people were beaten, interrogated, right. and tortured. So of course, I'm not arguing that. But to do what he did is unpatriotic in its very nature because the numbers don't support the necessity of the degree of vetting that he wants. The and and I understand it's better safe than sorry, but we can be safe without being oppressive. The idea is that freedom should trump everything else. No pun intended. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> no, but I hear what you're saying. I just like it's it's not a perfect it's not it wasn't a perfect plan, but I could I I, I could see what he's trying to do. It could maybe. I don't think it's going to be put back into place anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, it might go all the way to Supreme Court if he pushes it that far. Which uh, and then it depends a, on who you know. It who depends gets who's in. up there. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yep. you know, it's you can see it from both sides. You know what I mean? It's just about everybody. It's just everybody has their own opinion. So what would what would he have to do 
for you to be like, all right, you know, I did my best to support this guy, but he went off the rails, and uh, that's over the line. Here's here's a big thing. He wants to. He wanted to. He's going to repeal Obamacare. He's going to replace it. Okay, with what? With what? And if nothing happens and it's worse than it is, then I can say, all right, this guy fucked me in the ass, and I'll be the first one to say it. You know, that's one major reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, as of right now, I'm in, I just switched over to another job, so I got to go through the whole 90 day process mm-hmm. of getting uh, health insurance, dental, eyes, whatever. And uh, I believe it's, I believe that this job is Blue Cross Blue Shield, same as my old one. And that's not Obamacare, obviously, but mm-hmm. like, you know, everything gets affected by Obamacare. Mm-hmm. I talked to the, my boss. I said, when I was getting interviewed, I said, there's health insurance, right? He goes, yeah, but it could change from time to time because of Obamacare, because mm-hmm. of how complex, you know, how complex it is. Yep. Now, if he wants to, now I understand why Trump wants to get rid of it, but if he gets rid of it and replaces it with something worse, I'm going to say, wow, this guy is a real asshole. You know, well, he's an asshole already. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll say, wow, he really fucked me on this one. Yeah. You know I mean? That's one of the main reasons. You know, because God forbid I get, because I, I, I do, I work at a job like, like you, like where you can get hurt pretty easily and God yeah. forbid something happens, you need that shit. You know? Mm. I sit here with no insurance. <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, my boss offers it personally, but we, it would be like on his plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wouldn't mm-hmm. be on a company plan, so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm not paying him. And if he starts, and if he if he starts a war unnecessarily, where he gets offended by something like, well, that's that's my big fear. This whole Putin thing. I think I get worried he's going after North Korea, and that's one of my big fears. I think I think Putin has something on him. So I think he really does because he keeps going tapes. He goes, yeah, maybe that's part of it. Yeah, the golden shower tapes. I really wouldn't be either way. I would not be surprised. He goes out of his way to support Putin. Like every time he's asked a question about him. Yeah. I think there might be something yeah. there, but you know, it would be nice to get along with Russia, though. We could take out ISIS easily if the, these two countries were together, Shit. you know. But obviously, that's remains to be seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, with Obama, so then, there was no chance because he didn't respect because of the Republicans. Maybe, but he still never respected. He didn't respect Obama at all. He would meet with Obama and walk out of there laughing his ass off. Now maybe he'll walk out of there with Trump laughing his ass off even more. You never know. But <laughs> that's fair. We'll but, see what. Yeah, happens. but again, I just I just want to put it out there again, yeah. and with the disclaimer that I don't have any special affinity for Obama or for yeah. the left or Democrats over Republicans. But, but I Democrats think that... Democrats the same thing now that the Republicans were doing for Trump. Right. And around and around but, but I'm saying, the, no, I, I think if Putin were walking out of meetings with Obama laughing, it was because, haha, you might have good ideas, but you can't do shit can't because do of your Senate and your Congress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, haha, you're a dumbass, which might be the case with... With, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> with Trump, I think I, I almost see it as the same, you know, that that infamous video where Chris Christie's standing behind him and just fucking sucking his asshole, and now he's nowhere. He's back at Jersey. Oh, about when, to be, when Trump won the, uh, yeah. one of the primaries. Yeah. I feel like Trump all... is Christie and Putin is Trump in that scenario. He's just he's... sitting there sucking his ass. Yeah. Okay. Did you hear why that, uh, I think Christie didn't get one of the jobs or... No. I don't know where I don't know. I don't know where I heard Pray this from. Yeah, I don't please. know where I heard this from, but it was pretty funny. It's probably all bullshit. But uh, <laughs> um, I think I was listening to uh, Sam Roberts and Jim Norton. 
used to be on Open Anthony. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And they were talking about where I forgot where they heard this from. I think they're talking about one of their political guys that call in and they ask because they don't know shit about politics. So, right. And he said that the the reason why Christie's not in the administration anymore is because the night that Trump won, he was getting in every single picture that he could. Every time <laughs> Christie runs in there and gets a picture, photo of him. bombing and with Trump's Trump. Probably, Trump's probably like, would fuck somebody get fucking Christie out of here? <laughs> I think it's just fucking hilarious how both. both I can see him being that childish. Yep. I can see that. Yep. It's funny how both both Christie and uh, Giuliani were oh, yeah. were you know right in the, right in the in the heat of it. Giuliani, I never seen him so passionate when he was mayor of New York yeah. ever. And yeah. now where is he? Yeah. And now he, where is he? Well, Trump he hasn't did, done shit for him. No, he bowed out of the. I heard he bowed out of the race for attorney general. I believe I, that was a while back though. Pretty sure that quote unquote bow yeah. down. Well, <laughs> but I mean, the point is, he, he probably just he, was like, I'm gonna, help you get, "I'm gonna help you." Bullshit. Get elected. Nobody does off. that. This is politics in America. Nobody <laughs> does something for free. If you're doing something, it's to get something. It's exactly what Christie was doing. He was trying to get in and be part of the cabinet, and then I used be, to like Christie. Now I can't wait for him to get out of there. Yep. I there was somebody who. When he first got elected, because, uh, let's just remember we're from Jersey, so Christie's our governor, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah you hear the excitement there, jeez. <laughs> just um, silence. <laughs> um, but I remember when he was first elected, there was something, I think, that I thought I wanted to support him for, and then just like everything he did, everything I heard about him was just like shit, 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 well, shit. If you want to be a teacher, if, if you're a teacher in New Jersey, you can't stand yeah. him. That's, yep. that's well, I was in college in the heat of that, and I was still oh, trying to be a teacher yeah, at the time. In the and like, oh my god, dude, it was like, oh no. my god, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, enough to fucking change your major type shit. Yeah, like, throwing tomatoes at the projector screen anytime Christy would pop up just for fun in classes and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know Rigotti, right? Name sounds familiar. I'm high school, I'm sure high school I'm... English teacher? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, Rigotti. he might, well, I'm trying to get him on the show sometime soon. I don't know, just because, I don't know if he's on the Board of Education or, or, he's just very involved, as a teacher, he's very involved. He's at those meetings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he, he knows a lot about, like, local, local, like, super local shit, which I don't necessarily pay attention to just because I don't have kids, and, you know, it's hard to get that information as easy it is to get general domestic national news, mm-hmm. um, and that's really, you know, that's really my, I don't want to say forte, because I really don't know jack shit about <laughs> anything, but, uh, if I were to know something about something, it would be, like, general stuff about America, not foreign affairs, and not local New Jersey, you know, I type stuff. Mm-hmm. But he, he does know a lot about that kind of stuff, so I want to bring him on and talk nice. about that stuff. But yeah, uh, he is, he fucking hates Christy. And, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Oh man, he's made lives of teachers just miserable. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's against weed, so obviously, <laughs> fuck that guy. Oh yeah, I remember you said if uh, I win... 
enjoy. What did you say to the states that are legalized now? Colorado. What was the other one? There's another one on the south, on the on, on the on the west coast. Is it Washington? Washington. 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 Yeah, yeah. He said, enjoy it now because if I'm president, it's all going yep. away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yep. so conservative. Talk so about putting fiscally- a nail in your own coffin. Yeah, yeah that's so fiscally yeah. conservative. Let's just get rid of all that billion. When was it? Three Rabbit million dollars of tax in the first few yeah. months or some there's shit like that. I, there's a dude I used to work with, and he I think he was a couple of years younger than me, probably your guys' age. And he, he goes, you know what? I bet you I can get more votes than Hillary or Trump. I'll just go out there and say I'm not Hillary, I'm not Trump, and I'm going to legalize weed. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got my vote. Today, yeah. And today's fucking America, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was funny, though. So then, one more gen- or direct question. Um, we don't necessarily... I know this is the Trump trilogy episode, but we're already almost an hour deep, and we don't have to have to stick on just Trump. But yeah. I would like to ask, um, because I would like to be completely wrong about everything, and I would love for Trump to be a great president, or at least a good president, I, you know, I would love to see him do well, because yeah. that means that... That means the country. My, yeah, myself and my countrymen, yep. and, yep. and the people who are in other countries who are affected by our success, would, would benefit. So, what do you think... Uh, you already mentioned jobs, which I don't necessarily agree, because coal is antiquated in the same way people say, uh, if you work in fast food, you get a better job they shouldn't get assistance, then I feel the same way about coal workers. You don't get government assistance, you fucking learn something new. Uh, but other than jobs, what do you what do you what do you think a, a successful Trump presidency might look like? Um, if there's a if there's a deal on the table from another country and it doesn't if it's not good for us, get up and walk the fuck out. Don't don't do what Obama did, where he probably knew that this is not the greatest thing to do, but I got I got to do something. You know what I mean? Just have some have some balls. You're referring to Iran and or Obamacare? Uh, well, I was definitely referring to Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Clinton, NAFTA, that wasn't very good either. You know, but Bill Clinton was actually a pretty good president when it comes to the economy. Right, damn good president. Yeah, uh, economy. Yeah. The only, only president to uh, have a surplus in recent, yeah, in our yeah, lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, the immigra- if you take the immigration out of it, just when he says put America first, yeah, like my grandfather was a veteran, take care of those guys, you know, do whatever, ever, just do whatever you can to make us prosper in some capacity whatsoever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just I'm not asking. I don't, I'm not asking for much. Just as long if we could just somehow, you know. And I don't think do much better. Trump supporters. I don't, I don't think many Trump was, supporters are. No, I don't it was think more about anger. Do we? We were so pissed off about right. Obama, and you know, not just him, but you know. And I definitely, I definitely, I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. Stupid shit that the blue collar, uh, yeah, quote unquote, flyover states. If I wasn't a blue collar guy, I wouldn't care as much. Easily, I wouldn't. But I I am, and sometimes it, you know, it affects those guys. Like a lot of people, a lot of people like Trump when he was when when he was building his buildings and everything like that. When he was for his company, he would go down and he would talk to those guys. You know, pouring the cement, laying the lumber, all that stuff. He didn't talk to all those. Well, eventually he did, I guess, to sign the, get the deals done. But he'd actually go out in the site and he'd ask these guys questions. What do you think we could do with this? What do you think we could do that? Like, you know, he actually would talk to them. 
I mean, there's pictures. Right before he decided not to pay them. <laughs> this was before. Come on. <laughs> you know that's true, though. So, yeah, because I remember he was admitted. Because it's good of, business. No, it's legal. Said, it's well, legal. I didn't, maybe I didn't I like change it. the laws then. Maybe I wasn't happy with his work. Yeah, I remember that. One of the debates yeah. he said that. Yeah. But I mean, like, in general, he would, you know, for the big projects, not like a maybe a project for his fucking kitchen or anything like that. I just, just. That, as a blue collar guy, yeah, you want it. You want that shit. You want to hear that stuff. And, it, and maybe like, like I, Michael Moore said to somebody, I think I brought up earlier. What has he done for you? Well, he raised the issue at least. That's a start, you know. Fair especially enough. with with the cars and shit from uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see what happens. But I just I, if you, t- I don't know what the hell is going to happen with this Muslim thing. I don't know. Probably nothing. The wall, I don't know what's going to happen with that. One person Probably said nothing. one Probably person nothing. said it could be done in two years. Another yeah, person right. said another okay. person said it's going to Have cost $26 billion and done in three and a half years. Who knows? But we're going to... I saw a video Mexico's where... Not I, I saw... No, he even, he even admitted it himself. Yeah. He said, well, you know, I'll, 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 ta- I'll tax them somehow and we'll get reimbursed. Well, I knew that from the start. That that would. Mm. I think in the first podcast I said it's going to be. If anything, it's going to be a reimbursement from something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah, you, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the wall. I don't know what's going to happen with the Muslim ban. I just. But I, if I may I'm, say, you realize you're smarter than the average Trump supporter. Well, yeah, like. but I. I, <laughs> I guess so. If you're talking about the guys down in, I don't want to. This is going to sound bad, but the guys down in Alabama. Dude, I, I don't. You true. know what I mean? I, I'm not. You trying, can look at the numbers, I, man. It's true. We like, like to yeah. hear. Look, we like to hear the shit he says. Yeah, he's got a lot of ball. I, you got to have respect for the guy to to basically tell the Pope to go fuck himself. He still wins a president. He. he he does. Uh, what does he do? He goes out there. He says, "I'm going to grab women by the pussy." He still <laughs> wins. <laughs> I mean, come on! It's just the way it is. I mean, he did pretty much get away with whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. Anything else would have would have would have sunk any other politician yep. doing any of that. And I do I do give him credit for that. He did have resilience, <laughs> and he was able to bounce back from every fucking inflammatory thing we saw on a weekly basis. Besides, and besides the uh, besides the the women grabbing by the pussy thing. He mm-hmm. apologized for that. Everything else he doubled down on. Yeah. And, and I, I still, yeah. I'm still blown away by it. When, when that thing happened, I even told, I even told you guys, I said, he's done. I, I texted, I texted you and I said, he's done. Donald Trump, I said, Donald, <laughs> I believe the text I, was, I Donald Trump could have been president. Remember that. <laughs> but, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I mean, you gotta have respect for. I don't know how he can ask, outlast everybody like yeah, that. Yeah, that's I one mean, thing. That was that's one thing I said. I was like, "Hey, man, he fucking these, blue co- these we were, people were too pissed off to care yeah, about from the yeah. previous administration. You know, the previous how many years? You yeah. know, we were well, talking. You sound a lot like my brother right now because my brother is so one of those guys that's just like I just like that he doesn't give a fuck. You know, but my my brother hasn't <laughs> well, voted. You don't want to not give a fuck and then press the red button. Ex- see, that's the side my brother doesn't see. That's what makes you a smarter Trump supporter. That's exactly where I was going with that. My brother is like, I like that he's just fed up and he's just going to do you know well, put America said, first and right, all that right. shit. What do you mean? Yeah, America first. He wants to take care of the veterans. He wants to take care of the so people he that says. are here. For, that's but that's what he's saying. And that's what we're that's what we're hearing. And that's the kind of shit we like to hear. And besides that, he's very for a blue. What, what did his son call him? A blue collar billionaire? I think that's a perfect way to describe the guy for, from uh, off of what he says. Uh, <clears throat> we can agree to disagree on that one. Oh, um, whatever. 
Sure, it's a free, it's a free country. <laughs> but I think we have. There's definitely a lot of hysteria, to, to 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 say the least. We should probably do another one down the line, just after he's got some real time in there. But we'll, oh yeah, because I, mean, I can come, I can come on next time, and I'll be like, you know what? I was fooled. I'm just like the rest of them. You know, I fell into a total fucking trap. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just think it's a little too early to go after him 100%. Not enough has transpired, I believe. And i I got to say that I do love the fact that uh, that that night, Rachel Maddow, Chris Matthews, all those people just ate their their words. And some of them were crying. What about Martha Raddatz for crying out loud? She hosted a debate, and she was crying on live TV about that. Now, another great thing is... When he had that, when he had that meeting, like it, it just ex- expressed all of a lot of our anger. Where he had that meeting with the press, he had the meeting with like it was the top reporter for each network and like the head boss. And he, you know, they they go in there thinking, oh, we're going to hear about what kind of uh, access we're going to get for the next four years. No, he ripped them to shreds, and he uh, and they totally deserved it too. And it felt it felt really really good, just because of you know how many times and when you're a journalist. You're supposed to just be a journalist, right? When did this? When did? When did all of a sudden the, this Walter Cronkite, perfect example mm-hmm. of a journalist, for crying word, out loud? When Kennedy word. was when Kennedy was shot, I think he went like he looked down for a second and put his glasses back on, and that was it. He never expressed his opinion or emotions really right. about anything. Have you seen uh, the show The Newsroom on on HBO? With what's his name? Yeah, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. I saw the opening like few minutes in yeah, that one that, time. That, yeah, I thought that, that was perfect. Yeah, when that, he said, "We're not the greatest country yeah, in the that world." Went viral. Yeah, but the whole and I mean, you know, it kind of waned after the first season, but the first season phenomenal. Yeah, very it's just about good. journalism, politics, uh, uh, sourcing, all that kind of stuff. Really great. Um, and we went live during our last episode and somebody asked about, uh, fake news. Basically, I, I just said, I don't think that the whole fake news alternative, I think that's just kind of a temporary buzzword kind of thing. I think journalism has always been in high regard. I think there's a lot of people who respect, uh, the integrity of quote unquote real journalism, journalists themselves, uh, people in the public eye, politicians, celebrities, a lot of these people, eventually you're going to have enough people on the wrong end of fake news that that it, it'll become at least somewhat clear what sources are just out to get certain people on both sides, mm-hmm. whether they're, you know, there's going to be fake new, fake left news, fake right news, um, and which sources are out to get somebody and which sources are, are there to inform the public. And I don't. I think the age of the Walter Cronkite esque journalist, especially on on major news networks, I think that's gone. Yeah. It's been gone, but yeah. this election cycle, I mean, it's gotten out of control. It really, it really did. And it's pretty. It, I thought it was pretty unprofessional. Even with yeah, some, absolutely. Even I think it's been horrible. Even both sides. Okay, yeah, yeah, Sean yeah. Hannity. We can agree. Oh, Sean Hannity. Hundred percent on the reds on the right side, right? <laughs> the, the, red the side. One, yeah. <laughs> red team. Yeah. Red team go. <laughs> so the the one person I could probably say is the most neutral is Chris Wallace. Works for Fox News, but is a registered Republican. And I thought he. I thought Chris that. Wallace. I thought that. That's, yeah, Chris Wallace. I thought I'm to him. he was the uh, moderator for the third debate with him and uh, with Trump oh, and Hillary. Oh, I think I, yeah. And he does Sunday morning on 
Fox, not Fox News on, on uh, but Fox on Sunday mornings, ten o'clock, I believe. I think he's probably one of the most neutral guys out there, like most fairest, because mm. everybody else, good God, it, yeah. it's one sided, no matter where you look. Mm-hmm. Chris uh, Wallace, registered to Republican, registered Democrat, and he works on Fox News. Oh, you said registered Republican before. Oh, I meant Democrat. Oh, wow. He's a okay. registered oh, okay. Democrat. Okay. And he works on Fox News. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I remember during one of the debates, um, me and Lutz were live tweeting, and uh, Rachel Maddow was just freaking out oh. about Hillary. And, bro, like, <laughs> I just went off. I was like, well, somebody just shut the fuck up out of Rachel Maddow. Like, I, like dude, I could not stand her during the election. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Okay. And I usually like her. But, I but, couldn't stand but, her. You know, election night uh, when he won, just you're not, you're not, you're not asleep. This is reality. This is our America yeah. now. We're in trouble. Whatever she said. Like, yeah, some come on, like you don't do that. Yeah, you're, you're if, if you're paid, bro, to, like, if you're paid yep. to do that, if you're yep. paid to do like like Bill Maher is for his show or something like that, fine. But you're a journalist. You paid owe to be it a to us exactly. to be a professional. That was exactly yep. what you I was saying. You don't do that. That's exactly what I was saying. Sean Hannity, same thing. I like Sean Hannity at times, but you know, because you know, I'm, so what do you think? About the whole uh, well, Megan Kelly thing, Megan Kelly mm. left Fox News mm. and now she's getting a show on. I think she's gonna. Re- I think she's gonna regret it. Is it ABC? Fuck, I can't remember. And no, NBC. 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 Okay. okay. I think she's got a morning show for a little bit, and then you like maybe gonna regret it. I think she's gonna regret Why it. Why do you say that? Because I, I, she got a ton of ratings, and it helped a lot with. And her show was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine o'clock on Fox News. My dad actually, he was a big and, O'Reilly fan, and over the last few years, he was like, I don't really, you know, O'Reilly's kind of, you know, getting too. O'Reilly, O'Reilly's too saying full the same shit. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he was like, but Megyn Kelly, because she, she started just. Filling in for him on his yeah. show, right? O'Reilly. When, yeah, when yeah. he couldn't be there. O'Reilly right? was at eight, and then she got a show at and nine after O'Reilly. Show, right? Yeah, but I, I like, but I, I, well, I like O'Reilly. I still like O'Reilly, but yeah, he's he he's, he thinks he knows everything. Too. Yes, yeah. he does. Um, he comes his, off very smooth with his talking points every single night. You know, there's the first. But I think Megan Kelly's going to regret it because she was on Fox News, but she was one of the people on Fox News that really went at like she would not. She was not scared of Trump. Like she, you know, she didn't befriend him like Sean Hannity does. Mm. Or O'Reilly's right. known him for 30, 30 years. They used mm. to go to sports events together. But I think that um, I think she's going to regret because I don't think her ratings are going to be as good. I, I think she's great, by the way. I love her too. I mean, sometimes I get pissed off if I thought she said something about Trump that I didn't agree with. But you know, but for the most part, I thought she was very good. And the first question, though, I remember the first debate. Uh, what was it? Uh, you call women fat pigs, yeah. dogs, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that was just Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. <laughs> I was like, come on. Like, you can't make this up. Yeah. You can't make this up. First question he ever got in a debate, and that was his first answer. <laughs> and he's president. <laughs> yes. He is. That's, that, yep. he, he, that's the thing about this guy. How did he overcome everything yeah, that's, like that? Yeah, we yeah. mentioned that in the last yeah. episode. We were talking about uh, wealth and being content with your life and whatever. And we were like, uh, Trump, uh, you know, he, he... Like, dude, whatever you think about him, he's won at every fucking thing he's ever done in his life. He's a fucking... He fucking won. He won at business. He, whether he was moral or not... Reality he, TV? Yeah. He, he won, won at that? He fucking uh, now he's fucking president of the United States, nope. leader of the fucking free world. Like nope. he wins at any cost. Yeah, I don't understand how. I mean, like 
you know, good shot. But no matter who you, you've turned bloody along the way. <laughs> he's just the guy is a. Would you say he's a polarizing person? Right? Yeah, absolutely. You can't take your eyes off of him, no matter what he yeah, says. Like no matter how bad his hair is, you still can't take your yeah. eyes off of him. It's unbelievable. The guy is something else, man. <clears throat> so, uh, outside of outside of all this Trump stuff, um, do you, uh, like, as we were saying, it's not going to, regardless, you know, Bill Burr was a big one who was saying... Uh, it's before, not going to change. Yeah, before who who uh, or before the election. But like, you made a good point. Who wins. But, but you made a good point earlier. I didn't think about you know some of the things you said. You're like, yeah, as as a white per as a white male, yeah, certain things aren't going to affect me. But when you said, I forgot exactly what you said, but how people are affected by the little things that he's doing now. Yeah, I I was wrong on that. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for the money as of right now, it's probably not going to change that much. With people, you know, or whatever you're going to say about Bill Burr. Go ahead. Well, no, I I was just saying Bill Burr was uh, definitely somebody who was saying the president, regardless of who it was, this is when it was just uh, Hillary and Trump, it's like, regardless of who wins, neither of them are going to save your life. Your life's not going to automatically be great because Hillary wins Mm -hmm. or bad because Hillary wins or great because Trump wins or horrible because Trump wins. It's It's not that simple. Now... The chances of your life being shitty because Trump is president, I believe, are much greater than your life being shitty because Hillary's president. But that there's still a lot of people who would suffer. There's still a lot of people who would be oppressed. There's still a lot of people who, uh, you know, the whole system of the the, the whole political system is is mm-hmm. is pick an adjective, you know, uh, and so that's not going to change just by one president, but. Um, when I was first starting to get interested in politics, when late in my later years in college, um, I didn't uh, like this was the first election I voted in, uh, because I because I I just decided I was like you know it doesn't matter who you vote for your vote don't count like blah 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 and then I realized you know what it really does because. If it, when it comes to the Iraq War or something, uh, you know things are going to be different if if Obama is in in office or if uh, who did he run against last time? Fucking was it John uh, was it McCain? McCain. Oh, yeah. oh no, Romney. Who, 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 Ro- oh, the first time, Romney or Romney McCain? And McCain. Yeah, but you know things will be different. When things would have been different with Iran. For better or worse, things would have been different. So it does matter. Maybe the system and the powers that be, quote unquote, may have control over the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But it does matter, and 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 that also led well, to my belief that you know it, uh, again, the right to vote is very important. Like everybody, people sometimes forget. Like we're average guys, right? We have the same number of votes that all these celebrities have. Mm-hmm. One. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's... Like, people sometimes just take that for granted, right. you know? Well, I'm a big believer in the idea that your dollar is a much more powerful vote than anything you can do in a voting booth. Unfortunately, Donations. that has been... That idea has, I guess, been co-opted by 
both the regressive leftists and whatever you want to call the extreme right, and you know you have protests either you know you have the protest on the Budweiser because of their 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 uh, their their Super Bowl ad. You have the protests on Uber because they lowered prices when people couldn't leave from the airport. You have all this shit, and and like. That's t- that that's seems not, to be taken so un- to the extreme. It's unnecessary. Yeah, that's unnecessary. But in general, I really do believe that your dollar is is a stronger vote mm-hmm. than anything you could do in in a vote. I hear you on that one. And I think <clears throat> if you uh, I think if you you vote with your dollar, if you support things that you support and you don't buy things that you don't support, I think it will, and if we all do that, it will lead to a society in which the things that we support as a society flourish and the things mm-hmm. that we don't like won't flourish. And uh, I think that's, that's, I, I don't know. I, mean, I think that's just something that we need to keep in mind yeah. because... Like it or not, Trump is the president now. So if you well, want to have a, an effect, mm-hmm. yes, you can boycott and protest and, and buy this over that. But, again, if you abuse that power, quote-unquote, of having the dollar to vote by protesting every little fucking thing, then companies are going to just do what they want anyway because it's going to upset somebody and somebody's going to protest. Like, so that's going to go out the window. Like, for example, I, I, I'm I not a big fan of that Budweiser commercial at the Super Bowl. Mm. Why, though? I don't understand. Because it just took, like... It, here's why, okay? It got know. it got into politics, which I don't like, but I want to see the... I don't think it did. I want to see the Clydesdales. Word, I did want to see the Clydesdales. I want to see the Clydesdales. <laughs> and they're talking about immigration, and, oh, you don't belong here, and then, you know... It, Stop. But that's what fucking happened. I don't. But I don't you want think that. Anheuser is a fucking American name? Well, no, it's not. What? So, so what? I, I don't understand how because, it's political. Because, it's just telling the no, story. Come on, the if, you're, fact if you don't think they're going after the Trump, somebody coming into band, this country yeah, is not necessarily a political statement. Well, if it's just chronicling what the fuck it, happened. No, it just they're happened. Not, they're not making a statement on whether it was good or bad. They're just, just showing it just what happened. happened. Why didn't they do this commercial ten years ago? Why had all of a sudden now when Trump's president would have banned it just magically showed up? Come on. But anyway, long story short, all I'm saying is, yeah, I wasn't so then, crazy about the commercial, but I still love Budweiser. I'm still going to drink it. I know a lot of people don't like it for some reason, but especially you. I don't have anything <laughs> against it. No, you say you don't like the this taste. Is you much say you don't like the taste. I don't know, but I'm I mean, still going to drink it. I mean, I don't really like it. If you offer me an O'Doul's or a Coca-Cola, I don't drink soda that much. But I'll take the Coca-Cola because it fucking tastes better. Yeah. Beer does not taste good. I don't know. My, my family, starting from the ground, I don't know, my, my great-grandfather, my grandfather, my dad, me, we like Budweiser. I don't know why. Maybe it's because growing up I went to all the Jets games Mar- and that's all they had. I have no idea. No, I'm not even going there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Because you know it's owned by... Uh, where did where, where, what what country bought Budweiser at when they sold it? People from I assume Germany. I don't no, know. No, it wasn't Germany. I have no fucking. Uh, it was another Belgium. Because yeah, Belgium? same yeah, yeah, same guys who uh, owned Blue Moon or at the time maybe it was a Belgium. <laughs> still, still in St. Louis. Still in St. Louis. Yeah, but they're Belgian beer. Yeah, but. Belgium. No, but Belgium. I'm saying Budweiser is still in, in right St. Louis. They, they could have changed. They could have changed if they wanted to, but they never did. I was surprised. But like, perfect example. I remember I was working. I was. What are you laughing at? 
I don't know. It's just so ridiculous. It's so <laughs> it's ridiculous. What's ridiculous? Is I wasn't a fan. I wanted the Clydesdales. I don't. There are times where I don't want to hear about politics. Like, all right, but it you, wasn't about politics. Yes, yes it, it was. was. Yes, it was. It was, it was yes, a great it, story yes. about a man. You're wrong, dude. Who You're came asked, from? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who came from yeah, one yeah. country and went to so why, another? Why, why did they make it the first commercial ever, though? Well, you can't go wrong with the Clydesdales and with a Budweiser commercial, and they did it year after year after year. They threw a dog in there, you know, as well, you know, and stuff like so that. So how come that? With, so, so with how the Clydesdales. That? With the Clydesdales. So how was that not? political statement then how is that not real America first America first I didn't see the commercial how is no, that not America first fuck not Belgium commercial. fuck Belgium not America first how is that not a political statement by with the Clydesdales which by the way if we could be fucking technical horses were fucking extinct in America before we brought the fucking Clydesdales over from from, from I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about okay. way back then I'm talking about the last how many years last good what 10 years it's all so about how come that's not about, so how come that's not about support for 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 England what's not I'm, this is what I'm talking about we're getting into politics with Budweiser that's my point <laughs> I want the Clydesdales oh, and that's it you're being am political. I missing something here you're saying that because they didn't go with the Clydesdales that it was political Political. I'm saying it is political. I'm saying it is political. I'm saying that it it, it, made, it, it did just it make Fox it, News. Dude. It, it made it, all of them. It, it made it, CNN. It made NBC. It made I'm all saying of them. and they it, agree. It is political to go the route they went in this year. <laughs> then, by the same logic. It is political to go with the Clydesdales. It's not political to go with the Clydesdales. Then that's that's like explain saying, to me the difference. Explain to me, explain like, to me the difference. What? The Clydesdales are what Budweiser is. They start. That's that's what it is. Why do I have to get? So they're supporting. So they're supporting politics. So they're supporting. So they're supporting the UK and 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 uh, uh, disparaging um, native. By the way, they're a very right? they're a very rare breed of horse now. You know that, right? Yes. And Budweiser has been all about them. Why not keep them? Why get into this? But because they're disparaging native. Americans. this was they're disparaging Americans. Budweiser commercial was political. You're out of your mind. It was all about the ban. It was all about that. As soon as Trump put the thing in, they could have made that, and they made millions off of it for a one-minute commercial. You know that, right? Come on. I'm not five million dollars for an ad this year. Yeah, whatever it was. Just, yeah. No, it's five, right it's five million. I'm, wow. I'm saying, yeah, look, you're dollars. missing. I should think it was a million. I'm, not, I'm saying million. I don't think it's political, but that's not the point I'm trying to make. The claim I'm making is if. You see that as political. Then, by the same logic, the Clydesdales also have to be political. How? Because neither of them are direct, and one is not. When is a horse political? There are no horses that are native to America. Come on, they were they are extinct. So if a person can come to America and it could be the fucking dude, (laughs) it's the fucking dude who makes the fucking beer. You're Who tell- came to America? So you're telling me this is a coincidence that this was put out. I'm not year. saying that. I'm okay. saying if this is political, <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you it's a political it's a political <laughs> ad. But therefore, by the same logic, all the other ones are political too. Okay. Let me say something real Please. quick. Please. Because there was another commercial okay. that was pretty much the same discussion. 84 Lumbers commercial. I just right. showed it to you before we started. Haven't seen it. Um, Please explain. Basically, it was a legit lumber company. 84 Lumber put this out. And um, I remember seeing it during the Super Bowl. It was It's literally just like a child and her mother on the on a journey. They're hitchhiking. They're walking through fields. They're um, just like trekking along this journey. And 
it's clear that they're from some sort of, as they put it, Central American country. And at the end of the commercial, they approach these doors, and the doors just easily open. There's no lock, there's no struggle whatsoever. The doors just fall over, and they're just welcomed into this white light. And right before it showed the 84 Lumber logo, it said something to the effect of, the will to succeed is welcome here, 84 Lumber. So people took that to say, well, some people took that to say uh, 84 Lumber is condoning illegal immigration because these, uh, this mother and daughter, mm-hmm. who are clearly, clearly, as they put it, from a Central American country, just waltzed right into this place. And then there's other people that are saying that 84 Lumber is condoning hiring illegal immigrants because the will to succeed is welcome at 84 Lumber. There's people saying that them pushing those doors down was America is like this nirvana and paradise and the will to succeed is welcome in America in general. So there's some people saying that they're just condoning illegal immigration. And then there's some people that are just saying, look, it's America, the will to succeed is welcome here. But obviously 84 Lumber has... Nothing um, to do with that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. And there, yeah, and there was that whole thing too. Would eighty four lumber be as big as they are without illegal immigration, uh, hiring right. illegal uh, immigrants? That was a big part of the argument too. So, same idea. We've got a company who's got nothing to do with any of this type of shit. Like I remember seeing the eighty four lumber logo and just being like. That was a fucking 84 lumber commercial? What the yeah. fuck did I just Never see? Never heard of any lumber company. Yeah. Never. Well, that's the yeah. thing, too. Uh, on a Super Bowl? What the fuck? And that's where I do, I must agree, that's fucking political. Mo- you, you put the most money out there, they're gonna, they're, they're, they'll put your commercial on. Yeah. And so they have to shell out a lot. Yeah. So it's just business, you're saying? For the commercials? <laughs> To, I don't know. I'm just trying to fuck with you. I can't believe and I was just I, another I can't example. believe I said Budweiser or Clydesdales, and then that thing just woo. <laughs> we should name it the Budweiser Clydesdale uh, commercial debate. That's what it be. Bring back the Clydesdales. That's it. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the Clydesdales. I love, yeah. I love the Clydesdales, man. Come on. It is tradition. It, 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 it is tradition, and it's something that, as Americans, we got used to watching the big game to maybe see the Clydesdales. Maybe that's what it is. But that's, maybe that's what it is, but I don't know. You're probably more pissed that you didn't see the Clydesdales than I am. you are right. that it was a political statement. I am. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And therein lies, therein <laughs> lies... What? A very important point. Uh, what? The, the, that the it has nothing to do with politics? whether it was about immigration or not. It was about the fact that it didn't have the Clydesdales. So it's a Clydesdale or not. It's a Clydesdale. It's a Clydesdale or no Clydesdale issue. It's not an immigration or non-immigration. I watch the Super Bowl get away from the politics. All right, can I get away from the politics for a four-hour game? That I can absolutely. And God damn it! Thank God for Lady Gaga not saying shit because I thought she was, and she didn't say a goddamn thing. She took a lot of shit for it. Yeah, I read a lot of articles. Oh, she had the platform to do this, that, and the other. You know, she's fuck's sake. Put on a fucking performance. And she did a great job. Too. I thought it was yeah. great. Yeah. And I, I, I usually never like. Besides, what was the last political? I mean, the, the last musical one I actually liked. Maybe Bruce Springsteen and oh, yeah, Bruce is pretty fucking. But that good, was yeah. besides that. They're like you know, it's just Dan stupid. Jackson. That was uh, that was <laughs> way before. Nip Slip. Nip Slip. That was a. Was that, that was like oh one, dude. Yeah, Patriots were in that one too. Yeah, yep. yep. I think it was it might have been their first. Or fucking cheaters. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you? Uh, how did you feel about that? Because well, I'll tell you, I, I was tell working you how that. I was. I was working that night, and I, my last table left at halftime, 
So it was, I believe, 21 or 28 to 3. Patriots are losing. I'm like, fuck yes, this game's over. There's yeah. no way they're coming back. They're Jets fans. My, yeah. They, I, uh, so my table left. I was done out in the dining room where all the TVs are. I went into the back. I had a bunch of side work to do. I did my side work, whatever, whatever. Um, and then <clears> I went home, came home, took a shower, maybe uh, 40 minutes from the time that I saw the, the TV in the restaurant to I got out of the shower and turned back on the TV here. And it it was twenty twenty eight. I was like, "What the fuck happened? Holy shit!" And then I was like, uh, "You know, it was the last drive. It was terrible. It was the last drive I saw." And I was like, "You know what? I uh, Jets fan. I fucking hate Tom Brady, but you know what?" You gotta fucking respect the man. You gotta respect his game. And and not every quarter, the, the the a drive like that is what. Uh, you know, just a, just a if we could have a a pinch of that, a peak of that for any from any quarterback we've had in the last what five quarterbacks, including Brett Favre. Yeah, he was. And it's just like, why was, can't we do he's that? More worried about why can't we just fucking get it down on the oh, fucking you're field? You're talking to a Bengals fan, so I hear you guys. <laughs> I, I'll take Dalton on the Jets right now. I'll We're, roll, I'll roll the sad. red carpet out too for sad. him. <laughs> We got nothing, dude. We got absolutely nothing. And Fitzy was doing so well. That first year. Fitzy was doing so well until they fucking took him out. He had a better season than Namath ever had in that one year. Wow. Namath Namath threw 29 touchdown passes. Fitzy was 31 that first year. And then they took him out for some god awful reason and knocked his confidence, knocked his shit. They came back and he was never the same. Yeah, they took him off his game. And I said that was going to happen. I knew. I mean, Gino was never worth. Shit. He was alright for the Jets, but that's about as much as you could say about the kid. Nothing against him, but fuck. He was Fitzy the... was the best quarterback the Jets have had since Testaverde. Oh, hell yeah. Maybe Pennington. Pennington was pretty good. Pennington, Pennington was nice. Pennington was very, uh, he's very careful with the football, man. He never and that's when, uh, <clears throat> that's, that's actually really when I kind of started getting it. Like, right when he was taken over yeah. from Testaverde, they still had Testaverde. Wayne Corbett, uh, mm-hmm. Curtis oh, Martin. Yeah. Those are that's Curtis, my favorite Martin. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just ever since then, it's just been that's where quarterbacks go to die. And look what yeah. our owner wants to do now. He's more interested in being the ambassador to the UK than uh, owning the fucking Jets. You didn't hear about that? Elaborate, no. Yeah, elaborate. No, what, are you, what are you talking about? He's he's Trump's pick for the uh, ambassador what? to the UK. Yeah. Oh, and he's handing out Christ. he's handing all the football operations off to his his brother Chris. Yeah. That's what he cares about. What? Yeah. Oh, I no, this is news to me. Oh, this is wow. this has been this has been out there for a good wow. month or so. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. <laughs> wow. Cheers wow. to our owner, huh? I Jesus mean, Christ. I don't, I'm, I'm out of that no. one. <laughs> I mean, you can't fucking run the goddamn orgasm, team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't run the fucking goddamn team, so, I, I mean, Somebody luckily, else can do better. I'm, hey, you want to go over there? You want to live over there? Because you, when you're an ambassador, you got to stay over there. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm. See ya. <laughs> My grandfather was actually an ambassador <clears throat> to... I always forget how to say this. The ambassador of Trinidad and Tobago for... For... Yeah. Venezuela... <clears throat> He was a Trinidadian, so he was the ambassador to Venezuela, ambassador of Trinidad to Venezuela, right? Would that be how it would be? I have no idea. Yeah, I, yeah. But he was a Trinidadian <laughs> ambassador 
In Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> he, lived in, he lived in the in the Trinidadian embassy in Venezuela. There. Okay. Died before I met him, so I couldn't ask him. But, well, maybe I'll ask my dad the proper way to say it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, wow. I, wow. That's another not great idea from Trump. <laughs> yeah, that is... I don't even... I mean, Jesus Christ. But then again, look at who he is, so why would we expect any less at this point? Well, like, that's and, and his the, resume. That's kind of the point of what... Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's following the drain the swamp uh, protocol there, I Too guess. Well, I yeah. Guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really... I, I'm just more pissed off that the Jets owner is more into that than his football team succeed. I mean, I fucking would be too. <laughs> Jesus. The Jets suck. The Jets suck. Yeah, I hate being a Jets fan, dude. It fucking sucks. Every other Damn. year, the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. And what are we doing? Sitting around with our thumbs up our asses. Yeah, we got the Patriots in our division. We got the, the Giants in our stadium. And uh, both of them are and fucking... It, yeah, and we call on the stadium. It's really their stadium. It doesn't matter. Mm. It's just still theirs. Mm-hmm. It's green sometimes, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Fuck. They take the green down with top, you know. It, you can hang the green up, take the green down. <laughs> so, um, real quick, just to bring it back to Trump, uh, did and you brought up Bruce before with the halftime show and politics and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a Bruce fan because so my I. mom's a huge Bruce fan, so I, so I grew up on I'm Bruce not. and everything. This summer, um, I got into the pit in MetLife. No shit. Yeah. No you, shit. You got it. I'll tell you. It's maybe for another time and how I got in there, but it's a. It's very good. <laughs> I, I went to see him with my mom. I think Wait, in September. Like, I think the pit. Like the pit is like like the yeah, mosh the pit, room. yeah, basically, yeah. There yeah. was a mosh pit. No, no, he's no, just I, saying the area. It's oh, the yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, was gonna say, well, no. I, I didn't belong there, but I moshing got, I got at, yeah, no, Bruce there's no Spring. moshing at Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, but anyway, so I don't know if you heard about this or not, but the <laughs> night. <clears throat> I believe that's. <laughs> That's Bon Jovi, another Jerseyan. <laughs> you dumbass. Oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I fail. think I was in a water. At least it was I a Jersey I told you it wasn't a fucking... At least it was a, it Jersey, was a Jersey guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, fucking know. So the night before the inauguration, they had... I know exactly where you're going. Yeah, the night before the inauguration, they had a party for yes. the inauguration. And yep. Bruce obviously had wanted no part to do it. No, nothing to do with it. But there's a, trib- a Bruce tribute band, the B Street Band from mm-hmm. Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, they boycotted. They were supposed to be there because it was a Jersey-themed party mm-hmm. for uh, Trump's inauguration. And they decided that they were going to boycott the party and not play the party because Bruce wouldn't like that. So and they played out in Philly, right? Yes, yeah, and they ended yeah. up doing another Bon Jovi show. was there. Yes, yeah, and I mean, on 101.5, they were talking about, and Jersey's radio station for, for our listeners, 101.5, um, they were talking about how, like, the B Street Band's a bunch of cowards because they pulled out of the inaugural, uh, <clears throat> I guess was the inaugural ball, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. the night before where they had... Uh, Think, you know, certain performers. Toby Keith was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was <laughs> just curious your thoughts on Bruce's stance well, on being such well, a politically I'm glad you asked that question because he kind of, like, glossed over the celebrity thing with mm-hmm. the Meryl Streep thing. He said he didn't care. You said he didn't care about it that much? Yeah. Well, here's well, the thing about... I love Bruce Springsteen. He's mm-hmm. my favorite performer ever. I've well, seen, I've seen him six times. Okay. But here's what I... He does put on one hell of a show. Oh, he's the greatest. Yeah. He goes on, on for four hours and he's... 60 something, 68 yeah, years old or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Right? He's in better shape than any of us are right Fuck now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know, and um, it's it just, every one of his 
every single one of his concerts I've been to, there's always at one point in, bet- in between songs where he'll tell a story on why he's going to start this song off. Mm-hmm. He gets into some sort of political statement, absolutely, and he does it. He doesn't go too far, but he still does it. And I'm like, "Come on, man! I'm here to dance. Enjoy I'm here the to music. yeah. I, this is not time for that. Okay, and that's how I feel about. And that's how I feel about a lot of you know celebrities. Song, Robert De Niro with that stupid what what a punch him punch Trump in the face video. Come on, man! Oh like, what, yeah, what, you know, and Meryl Streep with her fucking mm-hmm. come on, come on. We're and she fucking knocks football and MMA. Fuck you, bitch. yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's from Jersey, by the way. Yeah. She's very good too. Yeah. And I, I love what Trump. Cabal. I love what Trump said afterwards. She's a. What did he say? She's overrated. He's totally wrong with that. So yeah, I mean, come she's on. Like she's one of the best actresses of all ever. time. All time. But the way is that the Golden Globes they just sit around. But it's like sucking each other's assholes. She's actors. And like you said, like this is real art. I don't. No, it's fine. I don't. I don't want to hear. I don't like. I still love Bruce Springsteen. Right. He hates Trump. Oh, that's what he does. Fucking. He hates him with a passion. Age. But I, I, I take it out. I, I just ignore it because it's like I got just because they're there's celebrities. A they think they have. There's a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did, okay. I, is his, are his I lyrics? Huh? Are his lyrics political? No, no. Not it's really. more about he's just, got a couple songs. He's got a couple songs really. about working yeah. real hard and on the highway stuff like yeah. that. But it's but not, not like working in yeah, 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 yeah. Word. Okay. It's not not like Rage Against the Machine. where It's like obviously polarizing political. But it's like it's like Bruce. I'm here to to. You know, hear you sing. I don't want to hear what you had got to no say. No commentary. About, Please, right. enough. Like he said, what was it? I was there in August. He goes, uh, "Yeah, this election. This is the ugly. This is the, this song. I'm singing this song because of what's going on in the election. This is the ugliest, uh, ugliest election cycle I've ever seen." All right, stop. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know. And by the way, in Philly that night when mm-hmm. it was Springsteen and Bon Jovi on election night, oh, they were there. There you go. Now there, there you go. They were, <laughs> they were there, they were there to deliver Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and they didn't. All those yeah. people were there to see a Bon Jovi Bruce Springsteen concert with opening act Hillary Clinton. That's what they were there for. <laughs> they were not there for anything else. It didn't work. You know, oh, they don't. Man. People don't give a shit what the celebrity. They think yeah. they on their get on their high horse. I'm a celebrity, so I can say what. No, everybody has one vote, no matter how how famous. I mean, to be how fair, they are. To be fair, I feel yeah. like you know. Again, if I, I will, let me cut you off. Sorry, but I have to say this. But I will say people align with their favorite celebrities some when do. it comes to politics. Some oh, we, you do have to admit. And that. to build on that, it's like if you have the platform. We all do get one vote, but you have more of an influence if you right. you know if you have the platform to speak to right. hundreds of thousands and whatever people, then and, and you feel it a personal responsibility. I can understand that and I can forgive that as a you know if I was a Springsteen fan going to hear Springsteen songs and you're talking about politics, I can forgive that because I would like that same platform to speak what I my opinions I mean, to yeah. people. I mean, I I don't I, just, I mean, granted, know, that's the business that I'm that we're doing like, right no, now. Every, like, people you know, listen to this because they want to. Hear everybody's got a voice. It's just I, I don't want to hear. It's like oh, come on, I don't want to hear it right now. Mm-hmm. Can I get away from? This is why I'm here. I want to get away from that right. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl, I same shit. That. I, I want to get that. away from it. I feel that. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from this shit. The last. What year and a half? Whatever. It's yeah, much. I'm Very exhausted much. Yeah. from. Like, it. Ironically, the last time we recorded, we uh, were going to the Circus Survive Show, uh, right. and tonight we're going to see August Burns Red. Same nice. venue, Starlight. Starlight. I love that place. If they sat, yeah, I was there last night too. <laughs> I spent the whole weekend at Starlight. And they're actually, uh, I have to give them props all these years because they are actually a Christian metal band. 
Um, but I always forget that. To your point, <laughs> they they actually went live. They wouldn't answer my question. I, I they were answering questions and they went live on either Facebook or Instagram one time. And I kept asking them, um, "Are they nobody? Are they? Are you guys a Christian metal band or are you a metal band that happens to be all Christian?" And they wouldn't answer. So I think I mean I think that means the latter, and they mm. wouldn't want to say that they're not a Christian metal band in the sense that, like their lyrics, uh, you know, they're they're a metal band, so ninety uh, percent of their lyrics is screaming, um, and I'd say eighty percent of lyrics I don't know what they are, yeah. um, but but a lot of it is not uh, overtly religious. There are a lot of. Uh, spiritual things that you could you could easily easily uh interpret as religious but they're not overt about it and even as a christian band it's not like you know i think i saw a behind the scenes video or something like that something they post out something like a a, a tour video blog or something along those lines where they you know and it might not have even been them, so I mean, but they pr- like they'll say a prayer together before they go on stage or something like that. But they don't bring any of that to the show, mm-hmm. and I, especially as an atheist, I appreciate that because I really like their music, and I would feel alienated yep. if they were talking yep. about you know your God loves you and and Jesus is blah blah blah. blah. It's like, dude, you guys are fucking awesome musicians, right. but I don't want to hear that shit. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was exactly. basically saying yeah. about yep. Bruce. And I so, love Bruce to death, but he's a Democrat? Fine. I'm mm-hmm. a Republican. But I like him for music. I don't like I, him for politics. Right. And that's I would it. Think right. that but a lot, of, a lot of people can't get around that. They fact. can't they separate. Can't separate. They you just, you, you have to be able to have, one, you know, you got your shit on one side with the music, you got your shit with the sports, you got your shit with the politics. Yep. Keep them separate. Yeah, regardless of who you are, you should have your life, and unless you are a politician, your life should not revolve around politics. Politics should always, you should, again, we're not saying don't stay vigilant, don't stay informed, we're not saying any of that. Stay informed, stay vigilant, be involved. Yeah, quit the But, that doesn't mean that you have to make everything you do, everything you say, a political action, political statement, a reaction to what's happening in politics. You know? I'm not gonna stop fucking driving or taking Ubers because some people decided that what Uber did was a political statement in the same way that you could strongly argue that the Bud Light commercial or the Budweiser commercial was a political statement. It it, it, it wasn't overtly political in the sense that they're saying we support this, whatever. If that Bud, but, if that commercial came out two years ago, I would have never said it was political mm-hmm. statement. But I, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. no, that's, you don't hear that. But what, uh, what I'm saying is, either way, it's not going to make me stop buying Budweiser if I'm a Budweiser, no. if, if I'm a, Repub- a Trump supporter who likes no, Budweiser. I said, I'm not going to stop... Uh, that's what uh, I said until that entire thing blew up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop taking, like, we're going to fucking take an Uber tonight. To get to the fucking show. Whether or not yeah, they support... Even, they did something to... Well, what is the Uber thing? I didn't even hear about the Uber Okay, so thing. at JFK, oh, the yeah. uh, the taxis... The, the taxi service, I, I don't know. It's apparently one... Like a shuttle service, shuttle? I think, right? Uh, yeah, they yeah. went on strike uh, because of the... In response to the Muslim ban. Okay. Then, so typically, just according to, I guess, their algorithm, if there's more of a demand for Ubers than they do uh, the price hikes... And because there was no taxis, that algorithm or that scenario would have called for 
price hikes. Right. But they just they put out a tweet and they uh, followed up and they said they're not going to do that. That they're going to uh, keep the prices normal and that it might cause longer waiting times. But to me, it just seemed like a fucking way to get people home when there was no other it's way to function. get. It's yeah, a function. Yeah, it was a functional decision. That's a practical decision. function. Yep. yep. And and it was a way to save people money instead of yep. having to pay, especially from the airport because those are you know it's not like people live right around the airport. Usually. Yeah, fuck. If no. you're getting a ride or a taxi from the airport, that's usually a significant expense. We're talking probably half an you know, hour. It's not like a, yeah, yeah, we're not talking about little fucking five dollar trips here to yeah. down the street. We're talking like what's about going to be ours. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're talking about legitimate. You know, as, as an Uber driver, I've only had one. Uh, trip to the to the airport and it was like a $60 trip wow and wow. Well, maybe not that much but uh, I mean it was like to, to, the, to the I didn't what get do you get 12, what do you get 20% 10 something like that something low it's pretty, like that it's pretty $60 is 12 bucks right but there but anyway so they said so they didn't do the price hike and a lot of leftists saw that as them undermining the strike that was against the Muslim ban and therefore supporting the Muslim ban that's just and then oh, like okay. I'm never using Uber again. I'm deleting the app, and it's like, dude, Get why? What is that gonna here. fucking do? Yeah. What is that gonna fucking here. do? Except make your life worse. And 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 then you talk about you're just like, gonna go on Lyft's app and choose them anyway yeah, <laughs> and get the and, same exact practical and, function. And and then you bring up the point about how many people are employed and have a way to live. Myself included, before I started started working at Green Turtle, a way to live, to make money, out uh, 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 and not have to overcome the barriers of having, you know, a criminal record, being not a, being able to pass a drug test, mm-hmm. that I could work and I can I can do something to make money for myself. A. B. How many fucking people a day, a week, a month, a year? are saved from drunk drivers because they could just call an Uber instead Shit. of driving. Shit. And you're going to just throw that out the window because of an indirect, perhaps they may be worth supporting or... or well, or, that's what I... That's, you know, it's just ridiculous. And, and well, that's the difference because, look, you can't be like... If you're on one side, fine, but can you be like a rational person at the same time as well? Well... We obviously are, but... Exactly. That, uh, and, look, then, and then for, on, the, on, the, yeah. on the right, the whole fucking Nordstrom thing. It's uh, like oh with Ivanka yeah, yeah. I don't even I'll, again of course Trump had to fucking tweet about that too the other day which is illegal and Kelly I, and Conway was isn't was, that technically slander yeah no no uh, I don't I don't, oh, I don't know about all that I know but is Kelly that, and Conway all I know was, is that he tweeted about it and Kelly, I I heard uh, yeah, what I didn't see that but Kelly and Conway was was uh, urging people to go buy shit from Nordstrom that is illegal that's fucking like I don't know the laws and I'm trying shit, to think of the but, word. Uh, um, I don't know, but anyway, it's you, yes. It's not something you should be doing, but pe- the people on the right are boycotting Nordstrom because they took uh, Ivanka's shit off the shelves. It's like, well, people aren't fucking so buying it, <laughs> so why would they keep it on the shelves if people aren't buying it? God forbid they do. The whole fucking thing that you you supported Trump for, for being a good businessman, they're doing good business by taking out a product that's not selling, but because it's a, it, it's the family of people you like, then you boycott. Like, come on, people. Yeah. Let's be that's, just... That's, again, the separation. Again. That's what... 
people need to understand. You got your you got your policies. You got your you got your party affiliation. Fine, but when it comes to Live stupid life. Sh- when it comes to stupid shit like that, I mean, come Live on, fucking trivial life. fucking shit, man. Like trivial shit. But that's it. Everybody forgets. It's like come election cycle. It's like, man, is it? It's one side versus the other. It's terrible. But then when when we have somebody, when we have a president. You know, whether you like him or not, I didn't like Obama, but I was behind him. I want my president to do well. Right. I mean, gotta let it go. He, this is it. Brian Cranston, by the way, who I love the brave bed. He was one of those people who said he was going to Canada. I had to ask you about that real fast, by the way. But at least he said, you know what? He's my president, and I hope he does well. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more than Amy Schumer, Lena Dunham, who I oh, can't stand, God. by the way. She's a, she's if you're a, a third wave Basically, if, you, if to Lena Dunham, if you're a Republican, you're the devil. That's that's the way yep. that is. Yeah. Or a, oh my or a God. male, or yeah. white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or white. Odell Beckham Jr., who ignored her at the, uh, whatever that was, the gala, or whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, whatever oh, the fuck it was. Yeah. <laughs> she was Odell Beckham Jr. was sitting next to her, and she, he, I guess he didn't talk to her. And she, like, went on a rant on how, like, oh, I guess I was too fat for him or something like that. I would not be surprised if he just it. didn't know who she was. How the fuck would, would you? How would yeah, you? Ex- unless, you got, go. unless you watch there that show, go. Girls, which I have, I happen to do watch. I, I, I saw did. First couple I, seasons, yep, was I all did right. The first season was very good. Yeah. After that, I and thought then it sucked. Just, yeah, and then Agreed. it just was the same shit. It's just like, all right, a bunch of girls. Girls. Doing girly yeah, but she's one of those people. Like, just, she goes on stupid-ass rants, and she was the one who said, you know what? A lot of celebrities saying I'm gonna mo- I'm gonna move to Canada if he wins. I really will. I have a nice place. I can get some work done over there. And I never tweet. I have actually have a Twitter. I never. I sent probably like three tweets out ever in my entire Twitter experience because I never go on it. Mm-hmm. I did send one only to them. I said, "You said you're going to Canada, right? What's <laughs> and where are you at?" Let me guess. She didn't answer. She, she she was she was a, she was idle from election night at the Hillary Clinton party where they went for a party and sit and shiva in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> she was. <laughs> that was so close to fear on everything. <laughs> she the last time she responded, last time she sent out a tweet was that night. It took her a good like ten days to finally say anything after that. So speaking, of and that's exactly Jewish, what happened. The Jewish by the morning way. process is usually longer. Well, so, yeah. but, but that's exactly what happened. They went for a party and they sit and shiver in an hour. That's basically <laughs> what happened. As each stick fell. You don't know what sit and shiver is. Yeah, that was funny, bro. That was funny. <laughs> so, uh, uh, when you you bring up Lena Dunham and uh, <coughs> Leslie Jones comes to mind, uh, do you have uh, Leslie Jones? Do you, uh, this was uh, she was the black chick in the new yeah. uh, Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters movie? Okay, I know who she is. Nice, I know Milo. I'm sure you're familiar with Milo. Yes, from, and he got kicked off Twitter for supposedly inciting whatever against Leslie Jones. Um and he's he's a hard right wing yeah. guy, but I am I don't want to say a big supporter, but I support him in his efforts as a provocateur, as a was, as yeah. a as a, a proponent of free speech. I respect his brimstone. Thoughts? That I'm not really exactly sure about everything that happened there, but you know it's. Wait, can you refresh? refresh. Basically, I, he I just know, said the new the new movie sucks. Uh, the, the new Ghostbusters movie, yes. movie sucks, yeah. which I heard a lot from. But my, yeah. but I heard from a couple people that aren't critics that actually liked it a lot. 
but anyway. I didn't, yeah, I and didn't apparently it, he said something about either Leslie Jones being a bad it actor. Was, it was about having at least, I'm pretty sure, something about having a token black person in the movie is what I'm pretty sure is what he said. Something like that. And something her looking rather, like a man or something like yeah, that. Something, yeah. like that. Okay, something so rather that, benign. Something mean but rather benign. And then supporters uh, or, or uh, followers of his then proceeded to attack Leslie Jones, oh, a lot yeah. of racist uh, things, a lot of, uh, shit. No, a lot of shit. No, that's and, not good. And you then he that. got he, Milo himself, who didn't say any of that shit, just had his own personal critique uh, of the movie and of her. He got permanently banned from Twitter. So he didn't say any of that shit. He didn't say any of that shit, but he said, uh, he, 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 yeah, he, he said. Again, not nice. I don't remember exactly. This is the first time he said not nice things about her. Not nice things about the movie, which should which is which is fine. But he didn't, and and, you know, he can't control what other people tweet. Correct. Yet he was he was blamed for inciting all of this bullshit against her, and they banned him for life. Which I think he he's grateful for because did great for his career. Yeah. the uh, conceptually, or, or I don't know, man. That's a tough question because I, I I understand for like, you know, if that if he never said any of that, nothing, no comments would have came. But at the same time, he he's not the one who's saying all that other shit. That's a tough one. What do you? How do you feel about it? I feel like he shouldn't have been kicked off. He that, has the right to say whatever the fuck he wants. So was, he can't control, and everybody else has the right to say whatever the fuck they want. And if they cross the line into things that I think are you're not responsible for your own, I yeah. think you're responsible for your own shit. Yeah. So, and, yeah. But I mean, I can still see at the same time. It's like, fuck, but he what do you often he he he's often characterized as like a, a white supremacist, as a, a bigot of all types, and I mean, there's articles written left and right about him. But I've listened to him speak a number of times. He's been on Joe Rogan's podcast a number of times. He's been on the Rubin Report a number of times, and. Um, I've heard him, uh, some of his lectures at different schools and and like colleges that he's gone to, um, just, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, there was a fucking riot at UC Berkeley because he was coming to speak and, and somebody set some shit on fire and they wouldn't let him and they canceled his appearance because of all these riots. And it's like See, people are taking this shit too far. Okay. Exactly. So the tweet that broke Twitter's back in terms of Milo's thing with Leslie Jones was he said rejected by yet another black dude because Leslie Jones blocked him. <laughs> and the original tweet was some. I can't find the original tweet. They might have taken it off. But uh, the original tweet was something to the effect of at least they got a black guy in the movie or something like that. So yeah, basically he was saying that she yeah. looks like a black. She or she looks like a dude. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much. I don't think there's. And what's it's wrong like, with that. I, I mean, mean, if I had tweeted it, nice. I would have gotten in trouble. Yeah, no, it's not because, exactly. But it's, because he's who he is, right? There you go. Absolutely. I have, we got it. Well, yeah. no, because of what we're, followed. We're tw- well, yeah, but then I'm sure they got pressure, just like you know, uh, the country music festival is getting pressure right now. They want to drop. They're getting pressure to drop Toby Keith from the country music festival because he performed at Trump's uh, inauguration. He's a racist fuck, though. <laughs> right. From what I remember I being a country know. fan when I was younger, he's a racist. Maybe fuck. he is. Maybe he is. But I, I mean, it, come on. If you're gonna go, if but if it's specifically for that, 
reason. Mm. I don't think that's fair at all. That's a good point. That's ridiculous. And like, uh, you know, I, I have, yeah, I, that's a good I, point. I, I love, he said he was performing for the military specifically. He never said anything about Trump. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> and His father I mean, was in the military. Above all politics, all, all political identity, I, <clears throat> I think free speech trumps everything. And therefore, though I disagree with almost everything Milo says... I like to follow him. I like to see what he says because he will say things that other people are not willing to say. He'll bring up points that other people are not willing to bring up. And he may force people who I agree with to talk about things that I want to talk about and agree with his interlocutors. But they wouldn't be talking about those things had he not brought them up. Mm -hmm. Or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. But the fact is he exhibits his free speech in such a way... That I think, personally, is fair. And he talks about the problems with Islam. He talks about... He doesn't talk about the problems with Muslims. He talks about the problem with Islam. Mm-hmm. Which is something I agree with. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you know, when Sam Harris and Ben Affleck were on Real Time. Oh, and, and Ben Affleck was calling, him a, calling Sam Harris a racist. It's like, uh... Just in case you didn't know, Islam is not a race. That's a fucking ideology that you choose to be part of. I mean, cho- you know, choose is a... I use that term lightly because of the culture that yeah. you might be brought up in. But it's not a race. It's not a fucking race. Mm-hmm. So you're not a racist if you are, are against Islam. Ideology. Right. I, I mean, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. Yeah, there's not really much, is. There's no more to it. It really is. And so I don't have to agree with what the content of what he says to agree with uh, his his quote unquote mission to preserve free speech itself and to say radical things, to say things that may offend people and not give a shit because we need to preserve the right to do that. And certain things need to be said that will offend people. And so if we go down the road of having space, safe spaces and trigger words and, 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 and all that shit, then the things that do need to be said that may offend people inadvertently won't get said, like talking about being against the, uh, the ideology of Islam. There's a lot of things in there that we need to be against that are, are, are not analogous with the Western way of life. Mm-hmm. And if we just decide that saying anything against Islam is bigoted because it's a different culture and we need to respect their culture and, and whatever fucking bullshit reason you have. I was going to say, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> then, then we're going to end up in a world where you can say anything uh, or, or you, can do any, you can do anything you want. Regardless, leave speech behind. Now you can do what you want. Regardless of who it hurts, because, you know, you don't want to offend anybody by mm. telling them not to kill little girls mm. who, or, 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 I mean, p- uh, perform clitorectories on little girls or oh. make them marry their rapists or be killed. Like, I, I, I don't understand how, how unclear it seems to be that, that that's the point. And, again, that I think is why I want to start pivoting all really to have a more, uh, uh, to, to focus more on 
uh, cultic things, uh, Scientology. There's this new show, Escaping Polygamy, on Amy. Amy is doing a great job highlighting these things. Uh, have you have you seen anything with the Leah Romini show? I've seen, I've stumbled across that, but I've never been able to like tune in long enough because I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? But it, like the sci, what is she like the Scientology thing or whatever she's talking about? Mm. I don't know exactly what what it is, but I've seen her being interviewed and she's like really adamant about whatever the hell she's talking about. Yeah, well, I gotta was, start from the. I have to watch it from the start. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I, she was. I, I, would, I stumbled across it. But I that's would about it. suggest uh, watching going the the yeah. um, HBO documentary Going Clear. Okay. Um, that is, it's after, it's made from the book, Going Clear, written by Lawrence Wright, which I had just bought, yes, this week, definitely really excited to read that, because I saw the movie, but according to Joe Rogan, the book goes a lot further uh, in depth. And it's funny, because Joe Rogan has a comedy bit about how, no, the book is not fucking better, you have to imagine shit on your own, so it's just funny that he would say that. It's funny that he would say that, that's all. But, uh, yeah, so I would, I would, I would, that's where I would start. Um, but yeah, basically, Leah Ramini was in Scientology from when she was, I think, nine years old, uh, and she left four years ago, um, and just because she saw, she got to a certain level, she saw through all the bullshit, and the basic creation story of Scientology is that we're all made up of all these little beings and our spirits were uh, brought to Earth by a galactic overlord named Xenu billions Xenu, of years yes. ago and into volcanoes mm-hmm. and then he blew it up with uh, an atomic bomb and now we're all suffering something because of some bullshit and um, whatever. And... um but it's a cult. It's a cult. Mm-hmm. And you have to... You're not allowed to talk to about Scientology to anybody who's not in Scientology. They have things like... It's first uh, World Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they have things like uh, uh, sub- marking you a suppressive person where uh, if you... like People like Mia Ramini, Mike Rinder, who used to be like the, the right-hand man to David Miscavige, who's the top guy, the chairman of the board, or the COB. Yep. Um, and then he left because of all the bullshit went on. They're marked suppressive persons, and you can't talk to any suppressive person. Uh, you can't read anything that's bad about Scientology. You can't do anything about this, that, whatever. And it's it's there's a lot. It's a, a, a pay to play kind of thing where you have to put a lot of money into buying the text <coughs> of L. Ron Hubbard and his word is it's like the Quran where they say where what is written is is cemented. It is the word of it's gospel. The, yeah, there you go. Thank yeah. you. And um, a lot of people, you know, families have been torn apart, and you're the, the you. Uh, do you know about the the auditing thing with the e meter? Uh, they have like this machine that can t- that can detect. I don't know exactly scientifically what it detects, but it can detect probably when, nothing. Probably. No, it, it does. No, no, no. <laughs> no there's a scientific. There is. It, it detects something, and basically, what uh, Leah Ramini was just on it's on Joe Rogan is probably all it is. Uh, and and she was saying it can detect when you have a thought, like if your your thought, uh, you know, I'm sure it has something to do with your heart rate or something, mm-hmm. and 
auditing basically is like, uh, I'm holding the cans, you're reading the meter, and you say, oh, the meter just spiked. What are your crimes? What have you What have you done wrong? What have you, you know? And then they record everything you say, and you have to you have to um, admit to everything uh, in order to free your soul and whatever. And then if you don't, uh, so then it ends up that they have all this dirt on mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you become someone they don't like, if you become some a suppressive person somehow, then. They have all the shit on you. Yeah, if you talk you badly about the easily. church, they will have uh, private investigators following you, following everybody you know, trying to ruin your life. All this, all it's this crazy. really crazy, 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 crazy shit. And uh, I gotta she's, get, I gotta check this out. Yeah, yeah dude, man, it's, it's crazy. It's intense. And and so all of this is based on the faith in the writings of L. Ron Hubbard who happens to be the single human being who has written more fiction, more fake shit, who has made up more things and written them down than any person in the history of humanity. I didn't know that. I didn't know that about him. More fiction, science fiction, regular, just fiction, fiction, I don't fucking know. More fiction books than any person who has ever lived. But not Dianetics. Dianetics mm. is, is gospel. There you go. Yep. And yeah, so it's all ridiculous. And for us, as all really, uh, we you know are against faith. We it, it, all this bullshit, all this abuse, all these families uh, getting torn apart. There's abuse, uh, physical abuse, uh, going on inside the church. If you look at you know a higher member the wrong way, you can get slapped around. All this kind of shit. Uh, if you're in the Sea Org, which is basically the 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 like not just the parishioners, the people who are doing the mm-hmm. e, the uh, audits, the people who are reading the e meter, these are people getting paid fifteen dollars a week, working you know uh, over a hundred hours and 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 shit like that, and they're all there on their own accord because they believe in the word of L. Ron Hubbard. Or LRH, as yeah. they call them. So, as all really an organization who is against following a faith, against following claims that are made without substantial uh, or somewhat substantiated evidence, I think that it's easier to attack Scientology. They have this A and E has this new show, Escaping Polygamy, which is has to do with a number of different cults, but one specifically called the Order, um, which is supposed to be about religion, but is more about sex, according to one of the ex-members. And that just seems to be like, if we can attack that and show your average Christian what's wrong with following something just based on faith, and then get them to say, oh yeah, that's bad, you shouldn't do that, that's crazy, that's this, that, whatever. And we said, well, you know, if you just kind of tweak it a little bit, you realize it's the same fucking thing you're doing with the Bible. It's the same thing you're doing with Scientology, same thing you're doing with Islam, same thing you're doing with the Quran, the Hadith, the Caliphate, the whatever you want, whatever, you know, plug in the, the, yeah, the variable. Yeah. It's all the same shit. It's believing stuff without su- sufficient evidence. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's the low-hanging fruit for us because you talk about the major religions and there's so many, so much other shit supporting it and there's people, there's so many people who are, are, uh, dedicated to it that it's hard to get 
the real message across without people getting their defenses up. But I think it's pretty easy to get people to say Scientology is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty easy to get people yeah, to say But then it. tell them to look in the mirror. That, I, I, I mean, that's the next step. But, yeah. but if we can get the message out that Scientology is crazy and why it's crazy, then I'm hoping that it will be a, 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 a smaller gap to bridge than just going from Christianity to atheism or and I don't I'm not that I need everybody to be an atheist but the the undertones of everything that happens in our country especially uh, and a lot of our world has the underlying uh, theme of religion behind it mm-hmm. it's just a bad thing it, it, it causes a lot of you know uh, I mean, well, we're looking the, at our Sekhavet, who believes in having religion as part of um, as part of elementary yeah. education, like no separation in terms of science and religion in schools. Yeah, that's terrifying. And like during the Muslim, when this Muslim ban first happened, during all the protests and stuff, I was like, I hate to be that guy, but you do realize that if you guys just gave up your fucking fairy tales, this wouldn't be a problem, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way. See, like that's an easy way to say it. But, you know, if the way you said it, it, it sounds pretty simple, but it's a whole fucking, you know, religion. It's, it's a, a tough, whole fucking, it's, it, it's very it's hard to it's take that in. It, it is, and I understand that. With people who do believe in religion, you know. a lot of and a, and a lot of people believe that... But you're right, though. It does seem pretty simple, though. If you, wanna, if you just want to get rid of that, just for that reason, there you go. But... It's not as simple as it sounds, unfortunately. Unfortunately. shit yeah. like that. But, but, yeah, people just believe There would be no bad if it wasn't for religion. Exactly. If right. there was no Muslims, there would be no... Not that it's... Not that being Muslim makes you a bad person. But if you weren't Muslim, then there'd be no ban that could... It, it would be strictly Syrian, which mm. is... which or, or whatever, which is straight-up racist, which is a lot easier to combat. But when you're talking about Muslims and what they believe, there are Muslim extremists. Even though most Muslims are non-extremists, we can't tell the difference until we, until we know. Even though most of them are, are safe, there are ones that are not. Mm-hmm. And so that goes back to the reason why one might support uh, the, the, the ban, or at least the extreme, quote-unquote, extreme vetting, or whatever, you, however you want to put it, whatever you want to do. To, segre- to segregate these people into a certain group, they're putting themselves in that group by, by adhering to a certain ideology. And so just don't. And I mean, again, easier said than done. Right. But that doesn't mean I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, agreed. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, I mean, it's it's staring you in the face. Just stop. Just fuck Christianity, fuck Islam, fuck Scientology, yeah, but fuck you know, all the it'll cults. Never, it'll never, that'll never happen. I don't believe that. I believe that eventually we'll get to a point where we can... Everybody collectively says it's all bullshit? Yeah, because I think it's not about calling bullshit on what's bullshit. I think it's about validating the va- the virtues of religion into humanity itself. And, you know, you you take the Ten Commandments, right? And if you can... If you can get an atheist, a Christian, a Muslim, and a Scientologist to all agree 
to the ten that that the Ten Commandments are a good set of rules to live by, without the you know without putting the Christian overtones on it first, then we don't need Christianity to 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 implement that morality. A lot of people think. You know, a lot of people put their kids into religion because they want them to have a, 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 a structure of morality. Uh, yep. But this is yep. directly addressed, as I mentioned, over and over and over and over and over again. You can buy the book on, on allreally.com slash Amazon. The Moral Landscape. We have a scientific basis for pain and for suffering. And we can... That's the only axiomatic assumption that we need. That suffering is bad. If evil... If bad, if if that means anything, then it has to mean, then it has to apply to the worst possible suffering for all sentient beings in the universe. That has to be what evil means. If there's anything worse than that, I don't know what it is. In Sam Harris's words, I don't, I can't think of it. I don't know what you, if you can think of something worse than that, I don't know what you're talking about and I don't think you do either. And so, if we just we don't need a, we don't need moral absolutism. We don't need something to be absolutely immoral and absolutely moral in order to have a scale in between. It can be a spectrum that okay, fine. The bottom is the worst possible suffering for all sentient beings, and all we want is to get as far away from that as possible. That's all we need. There we have a scale. We have a standard of morality. So if you're doing something and it brings you closer to the the greatest suffering for all sentient beings, then it's immoral. If it brings you farther away from that, then it's moral. Or it's morally acceptable. Or it's morally obligatory, depending on what it might be. That's just the way we can live our lives. Mm-hmm. And it would, in fact, bring us more morality because there wouldn't be the disagreements among the different ideologies that propose to put forth this morality in the first place. Mm-hmm. The difference between a peaceful Muslim and a peaceful Christian is negligible. But the extremists, because of the doctrines, because of the dogma, because of the scripture, all that stuff, causes a lot of violence, oppression, and causes a lot of shit within Islam, within Christianity, within Scientology. There's all these things that cause suffering and oppression because of the doctrines, because of the dogma, because of the ideology. So get rid of the ideology altogether and just pick out the pieces that work and make them part of humanity. You know, we all agree that murdering people is wrong. That's not a religious thing. You just have the idea that if we all went around murdering each other, it wouldn't be a good thing. Whether you can define it in the, whether that's defined in the exact words or not, we all are on the same page there. Racism. That is something we can agree now that we have the scientific evidence to say that they're biologically there's not a, a, a difference in morality between a black person, a white person, an Asian person. We can say that racism is not moral. We don't need the Bible, which is very racist, the, 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 or any other book or any other document, to tell us that racism, is to, to judge somebody's competence in one area or another based on their skin color is inaccurate. We don't need anything besides the numbers, the facts, the science to do that. And all of the, uh, that applies to everything else in religion. The people like to preserve religion because it provides community. We can have communities uh, of like-minded people that has nothing to do with believing in things that can't be proven. 
You can get a sense of community from other people who like the same music as you. Mm-hmm. You can get a sense of community from other people who like the same sport as you, the same mm-hmm. team as you. Mm-hmm. This from people who like to cook, from people who like to make beer, whatever the fuck it is. You can find community in other places. Being in touch with with the spirituality, your consciousness, whatever you want to call it, we don't have we don't have a scientific definition for it. We don't know exactly what it is, but we can tell that there's something going on. You don't need religion to get in touch with that. Ask any atheist, ask any Christian how uh, that whether they need Islam in order to be spiritual. Ask any Muslim if they need Christianity in order to be spiritual. They don't because neither of them. Are 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 the end all be all answer? The fact that spirituality runs across people of all faiths and people without faiths is proof that it's not one faith or the other that provides that because they all they all have it. So I, I just that is why, I, and I think that we'll get to a point, uh, not not in the immediate future. I think we're talking, you know, maybe fifty, hundred, two hundred years off, something along that. But eventually, it, it, as we, uh, you know, it's going to be a slow process. All this kind of change has to happen incrementally. But just as, you know, uh, like I said, I, I mentioned racism, but it's not like racism doesn't exist. Of course it does. But it's, it's getting better. There was a time when, race, when open racism was accepted. Oh, yeah. And now it's not. There's still racism, but it's, it's frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Eventually... We'll just be, we'll have so many mixed race people mm-hmm. that racism won't make sense. All of these things eventually will fall in line. I think technology and science are the answers. Because when we understand more about consciousness, we understand more about the self, we understand more about the mind and the brain as two different things the mind and the brain. I think. Or I hope, at least, but I do think that people will will start to get it. And I don't. And, and just as racism is a is a slowly dying phenomenon, I think all those others will will die slowly as well. But I do think that's the direction in which we're moving. Well said. I Thank hope you. So. I hope so. I don't know. I, I, it's it's it seems pie in the sky, but. When you look at the exponential nature of of technology itself and how, like, you know, I think it's like something like 80-90% of all the data, the digital data that exists in the world was created in the last two years. Like, mm. it's, it's something that will happen exponentially and it'll reach a tipping point. You'll have, like, just how we have, again, going back to racism... You had all these overt racists, and then it got to a tipping point where just like fuck that. And now, even though there are still those racist people, society has decided racism is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, even though there are still racist people, those racist people are seen as not necessarily good people, or good people despite the fact that they're racist. Yeah. And um, I, I, I think all the other things will follow. I, I, I'm hoping. And if it comes down to the hard question of consciousness. If we can pin down consciousness, I think we're golden. I think if we can't, then, then it'll be the struggle, the, 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 the struggle of the human condition. Yeah, long road ahead. 
So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're getting we're getting a little little off the rails. So, but all relevant. All, all relevant. relevant. Yeah. yeah. But basically, takeaway from this episode and this whole trilogy really is that you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You have to be adaptable. You have to be able to adapt to whatever comes along. No one's going to come and save the day for you. And if you are living a certain type of lifestyle that uh, that creates harmony in your in your immediate proximity, then even <laughs> even something like Trump being elected president <laughs> won't ruin your life. It's going to be okay. Not only is it going to be okay, but it's going to be okay because you are because you stay vigilant, because you don't protest every little mm-hmm. thing, because you protest what deserves to be protest, because you adapt to what you need to adapt to, and and you don't just sit by and let life happen to you. So whether that's about politics or not, that applies. You know, you could have the best president in the world and still have a shitty life. If you just sit back and and let things that you have to take initiative in your own life, you have to find your own passion, like we were talking about in the last episode, and what you do with your life, especially now that things uh, uh, have have really changed in terms of the need to go down that that typical route of of going to college, finding a, a job with a corporation, sticking with that company your whole life. That idea, that concept, that lifestyle works for some. If that's what you're doing, good for you. If that's what you're doing, you hate it, you don't have to do it. And those of you who are not doing it, you don't have to do it. Just find your passion, find something that makes you happy, follow what makes you happy, stay <clears throat> stay uh, informed about what's going on with politics, and do what you can to, to, to affect things positively, but don't let, you know, all change is incremental, and it was just fucking 70 years ago when black people were considered two-thirds of a person. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and we still have racism, but shit's going all right. You'll make it. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Bo- I agree. Bo- with I'll, that. G- I'll give you. I'll give you the la- the last word on on Trump. On anybody who's still super afraid. Anybody who's still uh, chanting and and crying. What do you have to say to them? <laughs> uh, I I just get over it. I I really don't know what else to say. I mean, uh, it's. That's it. I mean, there's there's no impeachable offense right now. I mean, I'm sure you're, everyone's looking it up. What can, we, <laughs> what can we get them on right now? Whoopi Goldberg, especially. My God, I can't stand her. Can't stand, <laughs> can't stand Joy Behar. Can't stand all, a lot of these people. But I don't uh, know what any of them said. They're on the view. Do you, oh, you want to get start looking that shit up? By the way. Oh my God. If you, I can if, only imagine. Oh, every day. They're horrible. Every day. About everything, but they just have they just have nothing else to talk about. Like they, no, they and, don't have a show because they have something to talk about. And then they talk about things because they have a show. Yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they yep. paid a lot of money for one hour to uh, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, I think it's going to be fine. I, 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 you know, I I'm happy that he won. I'm happy that he's there. I think that come on, Hillary for crying out loud. You know, she's not feeling good. President Clinton. 
They're attacking. Well, you know, hold on a minute, all right? Bear with me. I'm not feeling up to it right now. Like, I'm, you know, you know she was definitely going. sick. Please, there's some you know shit wrong I mean? with that bitch. But <laughs> in, in the closing, I, wanna, I shouldn't have brought that up in the closing. But you, you know, <laughs> I, I think I think we're gonna be fine. And I think I, I don't think we I don't think anybody can do even Hillary. I don't think anybody can do any worse than the last president. So I think we're gonna be just fine. Wow. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> right. I, I don't know if I agree bold with statement, that. sir. Bold yeah, statement, bold statement. But I'll, I'll, uh, I guess I'll follow it up and and somewhat agree by saying again: we lived through Nixon, we lived through W, we'll live through Trump. And with that, we hope you enjoy your Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, this might not have been the the the, the most romantic yeah, thing for yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, so you really want to yeah, listen maybe. about listen to people talk about Trump on Valentine's? Yeah, Day. maybe maybe hopefully wow. you you waited a day or two. Not too long though. Not too long though. We got another episode coming out on the first. As you know, don't know who that will be yet, but you know it's coming, and we. We'll see you then. Thank you again to Mr. Andrew Bourne yep, for thanks, doing uh, the yeah. third episode. Sorry, I, don't know what, I don't know if I brought enough to the table today, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, always and uh, yeah. we will definitely look forward to having you back uh, sometime for when some Trump reason. ends the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I will sit there before you, we lose you electricity. Come at me all you want, right? <laughs> I will just sit there and take it. <laughs> I will yes, yes, and yes you to death. All right. <laughs> so look forward to that guys don't forget <laughs> patreon.com slash all the way podcast uh the amazon store is now live we've been adding to it allreally.com slash amazon buy your shit through us it costs the same but we get a little commission and uh, i think that's it we will see you on the first of the month Looking forward to spring, and we are out. Later.